0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Sorry, I had to spit some disgusting coffee. Everything all right over there? (laughs) Uh, Today
0: is Tuesday. April 6th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, Walgreens on Monday said it planned to change the COVID vaccine schedule on its website following complaints that the pharmacy wasn't adhering to federal health officials' recommended, recommended timeline for some second doses. The CDC recommends that the two doses for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine be spaced three weeks to 21 days apart. That time frame is shorter than the recommended space between two doses of Moderna's vaccine, which is 28 days or one month. The CDC says the second doses of both should be administered as close to the recommended interval as possible uh, but not earlier than recommended and if there is a delay in the second dose uh, and it's unavoidable either uh, it can be administered up to six weeks after the first though limited data is available on the efficacy of the vaccines beyond that window. Through the online vaccine scheduler on its website Walgreens has been automatically scheduling patients second doses for 28 days after the first dose since it began vaccination in December. That timeline is in line with the CDC's recommendation of the Moderna a vaccine, but no longer uh, for the Pfizer vaccine. The New York Times reported Monday that the CDC asked Walgreens to stop using the longer time frame between the two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. That same day, Walgreens said it planned to update its website by the end of the week to allow users to schedule a second dose of the Pfizer vaccine within three weeks. Walgreens has faced scrutiny over issues with its scheduling process on multiple occasions since it began vaccinations in December. The company apologized last month for a technical glitch on its website that booked second dose vaccination appointments. appointments. Appointments for several users without also booking the preceding first doses. Three people are now in police custody following a rash of ATM explosions in Philadelphia. Police and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives have been investigating more than 100 explosions over the last few months. Jeez. Video captured the aftermath of one explosion last month in the city's Northern Liberty section. On March 24th, multiple blasts shattered bundles of cash across the roadway near the Wells Fargo ATM on North 2nd Street. It's the second time that specific ATM has been detonated in recent months. There's no this- way this is
3: part of some money, money giveaway, is it? I-, <laughs> I don't think so. Wait a minute. They hit the same they yeah. one? They One? One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did yeah. they
0: did they successfully blow it up each yeah. time? Yep. Is it yeah. there it's okay. booms for bucks. Isn't it what, booms, booms for, for- bucks? That's the next uh you know actually we have the presidency money, money clip coming
4: up later on. We'll
0: <laughs> yes. do for, booms for bucks yeah. next week. We'll blow up ATMs oh around the city. God.
2: Yeah, I mean listen, they're not they're they're investigating a hundred of these in our area. Well, so these people aren't nervous. Yeah. You're dealing
3: with a plethora of issues here, uh, a number of which can be, you know, that sometimes the money's just being used for just uh, you know, grab the money and run, and other times it's being used to fund all sorts of horrific things.
2: Yeah. A neighbor captured a white car near the crime scene at the time of the blast. The suspect we're able to get away by the time officers arrived and police say that there uh, were, will likely be more arrests in this case.
0: I would think that an ATM would be kind of difficult to blow open. I would think it's it's essentially it's a, it's a type of safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's got to be those things are big and heavy. And if you really want to blow it's it open. Gonna- it's going to need a fair amount of explosives to knock it open. I but would that guess that seems
2: to be what they're doing now. Instead, so remember they used to try to like haul them away. Yeah. Um, now they they blow them open and they're able to get the cash. It, it seems it's to be like yeah, it seems to be what they're doing. now. I found that
3: if you if you uh, use your fingers and tickle underneath it, Preston, <laughs> uh-huh. as you're blowing it open, it, it it'll it'll
2: respond. I'd always
3: <laughs> assume that those were essentially
0: like a safe. Yeah. You know like they they right. they, they, couldn't. they were, yeah that they were right. armored you know that it would
3: be very very difficult to get open because it's
0: money for crying out loud. So wow. I've
3: actually so seen right. that a number of times I don't know why it is but I end up being at my local CVS when the Wells Fargo's by uh replacing money. It. In it out. Yeah. 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 And it- Really doesn't look all that formidable. It looks like oh, it's okay. safe, but it, it okay. doesn't look like a, it, it's impenetrable. There was
2: a guy in um, in Conshohocken who hit a. Uh, it's a gas station, and they have an ATM inside. And it was overnight, and he broke in, and it was two guys actually, and they like hauled this thing out. You had to see them trying to get it out. Their surveillance video. of yeah, like yeah, yeah. perfectly clear video. This was a couple of years ago, but I mean, hauling it out had to then lift it up, put it in the back of a pickup truck, all while on surveillance video. I never course, followed yeah, up yeah. on it, but I'm assuming. They caught the guys because they had all the information. Do you guys
4: have a safe at home? Mm. Excuse me. Yes, so I like do. in the house. We, have yeah. fire the house. Safe. we don't have like a, uh, you know, a, an old school Ant-Man safe yeah. you know, like Michael Douglas has. But we have a fire safe in case of fire. Okay. And yeah. Like valuables got, in there.
0: yeah, we got a couple of safes. We keep yeah, we keep, uh, yeah, we keep all, you know, all the important paperwork and, you know,
5: is it behind if you a, a, need it? And a like kind painting that.
0: that you have to... I would like to do that. I would really <laughs> like right. to build it into the wall behind a painting so, or, or was was an embroidered thing that says yeah. his, ju- his judgment cometh and that yet soon. <laughs> Right, yeah.
2: Jace wants the bookcase that you push. Yes. So he oh, yeah, he wants other...
3: I'm not going to oh. betray where ours is obviously, but it is secreted in a in a hidden area. Oh, nice. And and I've said to Claire if someone gets it, they deserve it yes. because it, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's it's they way it, 3 time. stories up. I the, the original when they originally put it in the house pressed and they put it in the wrong part of the room yeah uh-huh. I I spent the better part of a day
6: moving it across the
3: floor. exactly I, uh, yeah. I needed neighbor's help yeah, and yeah, the whole yeah. thing <laughs> to, to get that thing
0: into the house so it's yeah you can have it if you can get it <laughs> Kathy, actually, god
6: bless yeah. I actually have a room in my house that I could cover the opening with a bookcase I really <laughs> yeah, i could yeah we yeah. have
0: we have a small kind of like Harry
6: <laughs> Potter under the stairs you know dwelling
0: yeah. so it's yeah. a closet really but Rochelle one day was like, you know, we could put a fake bookcase oh, here. Yes. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love awesome. you.
7: Yes. yes.
3: We need you know, to do that. Uh, <laughs> Ralph I... Garman, who is, uh, you know, one of Kevin yeah. Smith's big – he has – he has the coolest Preston. The bookcase slides aside. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a bat cave. Oh, it's bats, cool. It's all bad stuff. It's that's amazing. I, just, yeah. I
6: don't want to invest in books. You know what I mean? No, you don't. Books, just getting
4: fake books. Fake books. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, no, no,
2: books. no. Casey, I'm with you. Nick, no, you can't yeah. do fake books, real oh. books, because they get so dusty.
4: Oh, uh, all right. Uh, how about <laughs> video images of books?
2: Yeah, like, okay. if, if we <laughs> right
4: screen. Wait, fake talking. books get
0: dusty, real yeah. ones I mean, don't?
2: Oh, no. Oh, real ones, no, real ones repel they
0: don't. all do. Yeah. Yeah. I was just
2: saying, <laughs> eith- either way, you're, you're talking a lot of dust here. <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania officials are trying to get ahead of the destruction that comes along with the seasonal infestation of spotted lantern flies. Oh, Representative geez. Chrissy Houlihan visited the Braylock Brewing in Kennett Square on Monday to highlight the damage done to businesses by the bug. May I
3: suggest that you blow up ATMs next to the nest? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I mean, would Two it birds else? with
3: one stone. Mm-hmm. The
2: spotted lantern flies like hops affecting the key ingredient in beer. And they also like grapes, wow. which could put a big impact on wine production as well. When the spotted lantern flies feed on grapevines, there is a reduction in fruit quality. And in some cases, the entire vine dies. Many grape growers say the spotted lantern flies are causing them to rethink their future in the industry. Representative Hulahan wow. is heading to, uh, up a, bi- a bipartisan effort to eradicate the invasive species. Residents are reminded to squish spotted lantern flies to prevent them from spreading. I mean, that's what I they say tell raise you. Kill an them. army
3: of angry alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right? Send them out there. But and you're
0: right, Kathy. It's the only time I can remember in the, being told, "Kill these kill things. It. Kill it's, it. Oh, wait, yeah. Don't
2: yeah. hurt nature. Don't mm-hmm. kill nature. Yep. Nope. Burn down
0: these.
3: those trees. Yep. Destroy kill it.
2: Step on it. <laughs> get mm-hmm. rid Run of it. Run those
3: animals over. All
2: yeah. right. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers beat the Bruins 3-2 last night in overtime yeah. in Boston. Nice. Travis Sandheim scored three minutes and eight seconds into extra session to lift the Flyers over the Bruins in the first of three games this week between the teams. The Flyers got on the board in the first period when Travis Konechny scored his eighth goal of the year and Sean Couturier added a power play goal in the third. Brian Elliott earned the win with 27 saves. The two teams play again tonight in South Philly and the puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Phillies came back to beat the New York Mets last night in the ballpark, winning 5-3 and improving to 4-0 on the season. A throwing error by Mets third baseman Luis Guillerme allowed the go-ahead runs to score and the Phils used a five-run eighth inning to rally for the win. Jose Alvarado retired Pete Alonso on a drive to right field, the right field wall with runners on first and third to end the game earning his first save of the season. The series continues tonight and Chase Anderson will get the start for the Phils. Game time is at 7.05. In college basketball, Gonzaga's shot at perfection fell short, stopped by an aggressive Baylor team as the Bears won the NCAA championship. Gonzaga ended their season. With only one loss falling last night, 86-70 to to the Bears in the season finale. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: Thank you, Kathy. Welcome. We are going to have a beautiful sunrise. I can feel it this morning as we have clear skies and beautiful temperatures, like we said, at the top of the break, 71 degrees today. Very, very enjoyable. And what could be better? Throwing some money at you. We have cash to give away today. Money Clip Contest, our second day on board for this. And we will have two opportunities this morning alone. 8 a.m. your first shot at it. And then 10 again. And there's uh, $500 up for grabs. 500 smackers uh, is a
3: great way to start a
0: Tuesday. It would be the best. So hang in there and uh, we'll tell you what you need to do. Or you can go to WMMR.com and check the details while we're waiting for that. A few guests on the program today. We mentioned this yesterday. Uh, Andy Dick. And uh, writer Paris Dillon have created a parody about uh, Tiger King. And since Andy Dick is in it, it's called Tiger Dick. Which is great, yes, and it's on Facebook. You can go to
3: Facebook.com dot slash Tiger TV. You know, so before they he did this, people kept telling him how much he looked like Joe Exotic, uh-huh. and he's like, I might as well just follow through with it. And you can see the, the, with him
0: in the hat and the wig on, he does have a very much a Joe Exotic look about him. So, and there's been a lot going on in the world of Joe oh, Exotic yeah. as yeah. of late. You know, he and Dylan are breaking up, and, and isn't that when the kid? Yeah. Dylan? yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, and... Uh, and uh, Who can believe
3: in love anymore?
0: I yeah. know, I know. I'm the g- kid, which, by home. the way, he is. Uh, yeah, and so we'll talk to Andy and Paris around 9 o'clock, and then we're going to have actor Topher Grace on around 10 a.m., and he's got a new uh, series coming out on uh, the 7th, actually, tomorrow, and it's going to be on ABC, and it's called Home Economics, so we're going to talk to Topher Grace later this morning. Oh, and on top of it all, it's Tuesday. That means we're giving away a free Preston and Steve Tattoo. Yeah. And it is brought to you by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. So here's what you do you text the word tattoo to 39333, and you just might win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. If you want to check out their artwork? Go ahead and do it. Uh, their website is floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram. You can check them out at Floating World Tattoos. So get on that. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. The Entertainment Report is right around the corner, as well as Stupid Question. And uh, we hope you hang with us on this Tuesday morning. We'll be
1: here. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll
8: figure it out from there
7: it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season and now order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com and an experienced acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car it's fast and easy with drive up and go at acme Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve
0: Show podcast. So the stupid question prize this morning is an overnight stay and $100 dining credit at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And the question that I have for you this morning, uh, in the movie Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, the first movie. Yes. uh, What type of car does austin drive Two one five two six three 263 wmmr what uh what make of vehicle does he drive not the model specifically but uh we need to know who makes that car Two one five two six three wmmr let's even you know the answer to that i'll go through some birthdays we're waiting for that call from you today is the sixth day of april and we have a uh, warren haynes singer and guitarist of the allman brothers band and also government mule yeah uh, he's sixty-one. I never really have listened to Government Mule. They're, They're the jam, jam band, band they, right? Yeah, yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. I uh, excuse me, I couldn't name you any Government Mule songs, but I have heard uh, Warren Haynes play quite a bit.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Born, "Born to Mule" is the only one I know. <laughs> "Born to
0: Mule." Yeah. Well, I be, was listening to some Allman Brothers the other day, and man, yeah, what a talented group of people! I, I mean, just bluesy Southern, great. Great just jammy, great. just a wonderful lineup of talent in that group.
3: The Fillmore uh, album, right? The uh, That's their, their, their... Live at the Fillmore. Live at the Fillmore. It's yeah, just such right. a phenomenal
4: album. Blue Sky is one of the greatest songs of all great, time. Great,
0: great. He's 61 today.
4: Uh, Zach Braff, this, the actor, Garden State, Scrubs. Who's
3: he? Uh, is he dating the girl from Midsommar?
6: Oh, I'm okay his? with that. Uh, whatever that girl's name is, I love her. Yeah.
3: He's had a
0: good track record. He's had a really good track record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He and Natalie had...
6: Portman were together for a while, Yeah, right? they were, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, after Garden State? Garden State? I thought they were dated, but I might be no, off on a, that. A, but possibly. Yeah. But um,
6: Scrubs is a, a show that I turned my my daughter on to. She was very, very hesitant to watch it because she thought it was going to be, because I was explaining it to right. her, and she thought it was going to be like Grey's Anatomy. She's like, I don't want to watch, and then I just, I was like, please... They're a half hour long. Just give it one episode. And now it's our show. There you go. Yeah. Uh, her name is Florence Pew. Right.
0: Ah, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I guess they're together. Zach Braff is 46 today. Uh, woman who 's been here in our very studio Mary Lou henner mm, love her uh, yes i 've loved her forever, yeah me too taxi beautiful redhead uh and obviously she has this photographic memory, which is pretty blew us away man uh, it's I, pretty cool
3: it 's hard to comprehend that that she can with that level of accuracy recall you know uh, and she told us what we were wearing on a certain date and so on yeah. and so it 's amazing
0: yeah, so uh she turns sixty nine years old today, Mary Lou henner. John Radzenberger, we have a lot of sitcom people celebrating birthdays today. Uh, yes, of course, Cliff Clavin, 74 years old, and he is the the good luck charm for Pixar.
3: He's a, yeah. Every one
0: of the movies, right? Every single movie. I don't think he's missed one. He has at least some yeah. short speaking roles. Some He has larger roles, but uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of their go-to guy no matter
6: what. Okay, so he just popped up in an old, old movie, and I can't remember what it was, but he was a soldier. Do
4: you know what I'm talking about? This is like before anybody knew who Superman. he was. Because he's in Superman or Superman 2, and he's also no. in
6: Empire. Right. Nope. No. And, and I want to say he was even pro- probably prior to Empire. The
4: battleship Potemkin, A bridge too far? A bridge too far.
6: There
0: you go. All right. All
4: right. Yeah, he's yeah. a U.S. He- lieutenant in that movie. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, he is 74 <laughs> today, John Ratzenberger. Uh, it's also, speaking of Empire, Billy Dee oh, Williams' birthday Ooh, wow.
3: today. You good.
0: surely do among- <laughs> <laughs> belong among us in the clouds. Uh, the, I mean, you know what can you say about Billy? God, Dean? it's
3: good to see you, Ham Singo. No, <laughs> no, It's not even Han huh? Solo. <laughs> Ham Singo, Ham, Ham Sangja, Ham. That's right, Ham Sandwich. sandwich.
0: Yes. What? Uh, and obviously he's been in tons of other things, but you know, Lando Calrissian. Come on, man. Uh, and Steve, I was looking at at his list of credits. Undercover brother, undercover brother.
3: <laughs> oh my! God. He plays the uh, the general.
0: The jet. You're gonna love the general's fried chicken. He is <laughs> hilarious in that movie, he, man. It,
3: that movie is so oh. wrong and so right at being so wrong, but it is, it is a wonderful parody
4: of black exploitation movies of the '70s. Speaking yep. of black exploitation, did you guys like the Ladies Man, the Tim Meadows movie? I did. Okay, because he's I, in I always that liked that too. character. Yeah, it, it's. I yeah. don't know. It's one of those SNL characters that maybe didn't deserve an entire movie, no. but he, he's in it and he's sort of the narrator. He's like this bartender, and he he breaks the fourth. Wall a lot yeah. of it. He ends up talking to the camera, um, but it's you know, it's a, it's a joke that might have gotten tired after 15 minutes or whatever. But I, I like it. I oh, like they the were processing
3: through all of those yeah. characters. There, there were ones they never got to, but remember, <laughs> they made the the superstar. The, uh, oh, yeah, uh, there was a whole bunch. A uh, pat or pat Billy D turns 84
0: years old today, man. Wow, uh, Candace Cameron Beret. I love her, uh, yeah. Full House and Fuller House. I freaking love her,
3: and loads. Of Lifetime Television Lifetime movies. Television movies, and Low she also time. has her her Teapot Mysteries, which I uh, I watch as well.
0: There was one where she on one of those, let you know how I, I hate those Lifetime movies, oh, but where yeah. she there were she was playing twin sister. Oh yeah, oh, God. I
3: love it. Come on, man. I I I just think she's great. <laughs> she is. My I wife knows her. I have a bit of a crush on. Oh, her. she's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, uh, she's forty five today. <laughs> uh, Jason Harvey. Who played Wayne on Wonder Years, uh,
3: the pain-in-the-ass older brother. And then yeah, went on to, uh, he he's produces a lot with uh, John Favreau, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is,
6: that, is that? Okay. And,
3: and Vince Vaughn. Are you, um, th- are you thinking of Peter Billingsley? Uh, that's what Peter I was thinking. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I also thought he was as well, Nick. I, may be he be right.
0: I think he's a behind-the-scenes yeah. guy, Steve. I don't know, Nick. Look up his director credits or producer credits and see if there's anything to that or not. Yeah, he's got 47 producing credits, so yeah. he's okay. done some of that. And fairly... Well the past few years. I this 2017 was this last project. All
6: right, so let me ask you a question. Nick, uh, you started watching, I believe, Wonder Years on Netflix, right? Uh, or on some or platform. One yeah. of those platforms. Yeah. All right. So my memory is that the the theme song to The Wonder Years was this version of With a Little Help of My Friends. And when I went back and watched it, it is not. It is some other version of this song. Are you serious? Yes. That um... is not quite the Joe Cocker version, but kind of sounds a little bit like Well, what it. they
3: do sometimes is that they'll do a, a, a get someone to sing and be an imposter version, basically. Do you think yeah. that's what happened? I just don't know what my memory was. My memory was that Joe it, was it was this. this. Yeah. yeah, that's it what was I thought as well. absolutely
6: yeah. this song. So, I don't know, Case. And do you
4: only own that for a little bit? And I don't then, know.
6: Okay. You I got think, out of that
4: business. Uh, maybe, maybe it's just a different version of a case, because it really sounds like Joe Cocker in the Go back and listen. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jason Hervey is uh, 49. Uh, The great Paul Rudd. Yes. Celebrates his birthday today. He's 52 years old. He's uh, the, the most recent thing I saw him in is a commercial. Uh, Where they're playing stunt doubles, if you guys. Oh yeah, 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 it's very good. Right, yeah, yeah.
3: And Drake is in it, and he's in it. Uh, Very, very funny. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nick, wasn't the ongoing joke with him and appearances on Letterman that
4: they would, when they were going to show a scene from any of his movies, it would be a clip from Mac and Me. It was um, not Letterman. It was uh, Conan. Conan. That's it. Yeah, every time he's on Conan, whatever movie he's promoting, (laughs) it doesn't matter because they don't show a clip from that movie. They show a (laughs) clip from Mac and Me. (laughs) Uh, So, Paul Rudd,
0: possibly the nicest guy ever, is uh, 52 years old. Case, we'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, and then I know. He, yeah, he's, yeah. he's excited. He's swung the microphone over to his mouth. Oh uh, No,
6: no, no, because uh, uh, w- what is your name?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Connor,
6: Connor made it disappear, and I didn't want him to make it disappear again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll bring we'll, it up. No, now. no, no, no. Do it at the end. We'll bring it up now. We'll do it now. Uh, okay. We'll, I write it, and we'll do it. We'll
0: do it now. Yeah. F it. Uh, here's the information on the Wonder Years. It's <laughs> handed to me just now. Oh,
6: wait. Hang on a second.
0: On both digital break, break, break. streaming break, break, break. Services, services, portions of the sound portions of the soundtrack have been replaced. The show's opening theme, Joe Cocker's rendition of the Beatles, with a little help from my friends, has been replaced on Netflix and Amazon. Wow. So with the version of the song that played in the UK and other overseas airings, the majority of the show's soundtrack remains unchanged. Songs such as Light My Fire by the Doors and Foxy Lady by Jimi Hendrix have been replaced by generic sound-alikes with different lyrics.
3: But originally, yes, yes it yeah. was. Okay. The so geographer. it was the original version. So they that's
0: have... the version
4: they played when the show first aired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, it's one of those rare instances where your memory is correct and the facts now are also correct. Like the way that we're remembering it is accurate. Well, yeah. But do they changed remember,
3: it. Do you remember what happened with Animal House when Animal House first started airing on television? They lost the rights to some of the songs. Really, and um, that you would you would watch it and be like this. This is not the song that usually went with this. Oh, that's odd. And then they, and then they restored it because you do, Casey's yeah. right. You do lose the rights a lot of times, and right. so they will have to go in occasionally and excise
6: old versions of songs. Huh. So Wayne's World, how about this? When he first plays the guitar inside the the uh, guitar store, yeah. Stairway, Stairway. But yeah. when you watch it now, he doesn't play Stairway. It's like blam, 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 right? But and the not... whole part of the joke is that <laughs> they cut
4: to a sign that says. <laughs> No playing stairway to But blah, when you blah, watch.
6: I played
9: that, baby. <laughs> no, blah, blah, blah. No, it's Wayne's
4: Road. <laughs> oh, Wayne's Road? <Rogue>? Yeah.
6: <laughs> but uh, blah, blah. when.
9: Blah, blah. At
6: some point, he played Stairway to Heaven. He All played right. the beginning of it. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So. Blah, 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 on guard. Blah, blah, on, Wayne. <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're still doing birthdays, right? Yes, uh, there's <laughs>
6: one left.
0: It's Charlie
4: McDermott's hey. birthday today. Oh,
3: we love Charlie McDermott.
0: Charlie McDermott uh from uh the middle, played Axel and local fella who uh, we used to pal around with a bit, but we haven't heard from him in a while. I hope he's doing well. I do too. He's, he's a th- nice guy. He's 31 today. While I was uh <laughs> I did a quick research uh because I was curious, you know, what he's been up to. And what the other cast has been up to. And I looked up Eden chair because I loved her. Yeah, she's she great. played Sue, her sister. And she hasn't done anything since 2019. Uh, since, since 2019, well, I know. think. they must
3: so. have made, I mean, obviously, she she got comfortable. They made a, a, a decent amount of cash off that series. Do you remember we had her on the show, and I think she recited the periodic table of elements or sang a song? I don't know yeah, she sang some sort of song related to the periodic table of elements a while ago, so she's great, um, yeah, uh, uh, and Charlie's the best
0: too. Yeah. so happy birthday, Charlie and Eden. I hope you're doing well. uh let's see if we can get an answer. Joel, I love you. to the stupid question this morning all right, what uh what uh type of car does Austin Powers drive in Austin Power's international Man of mystery two one five two six three? WMMR. I just need the uh, the make of that vehicle, and we are going to go to our first caller in, and that was Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Lauren. What type of car does uh, Austin Powers drive in the first movie? The Jaguar E Type. A Jaguar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second. Lauren, we are going to set you up with an overnight stay and a $100 dining credit at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino is ready for you to have a good clean fun with rooms, restaurants, casinos ready for your stay. Uh, You can book today at Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic City. Dot com. All right, uh, let's get into some of these stories. We'll begin with Harvey Weinstein. The legal Ugh. team has filed an appeal of his conviction on rape and sexual assault charges, arguing that the judge made errors. 69-year-old was convicted in February in 2020 in Manhattan and is serving a 23-year prison sentence in the case. He, uh, has, he and his team won a new trial. Uh, his team laid out seven grounds for overturning the conviction, including... That he was denied the right to trial by an impartial jury as one juror wrote a novel dealing with sex- sexual exploitation. That jurors heard claims of misconduct that were not subject to the charges he was facing. And that defense experts were stopped from testifying on the subject of memory. A lawyer for Weinstein, Arthur Adala, said with a year behind us and emotions subsided, the transcript of the case confirms what we always believed, that Mr. Weinstein did not receive a fair trial.
3: So this is this getting any traction? Uh,
0: I don't know. This is, they're just putting this forward. Uh, he said we will argue that the trial disregarded well-accepted and fundamental principles of New York law and violated Mr. <laughs> Weinstein's constitutional rights. We have the utmost confidence that the appellate division court Will uh, uh, I'm sorry, we'll correct these mistakes and send this case back before a different judge. I get out of prison. So we'll see. He said we will respond in our brief to the court.
4: You think he'll make a uh, documentary about this whole thing oh at some yeah. point? That's oh, right. yeah. yeah. Well,
3: There's still cases that are pending. Yeah. I think he has yeah. one over in uh, Europe that he's still I accountable for.
0: I think you're right. Uh, I have a couple of Kardashian stories. We're going to begin with this one. Kim and her mom, Chris, appear to be sending subtle messages about the status of her relationship with Kanye. Uh, in a post on social media, Kim showed ongoing support for Kanye by sporting a new pair of Yeezy slides. <laughs> what are slides? Um, like sneakers? Like like, shoes. Like
3: sandals. They're yeah. shoes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Chris's post, uh, per Chris's post, Kim has stopped using Kanye's last name. She shared a pic of her kids' golf bags, <laughs> and Kim's personalized one featuring her maiden name, Kim Kardashian. Wait a minute, I I need to see Kim trying to play golf. I need to see this. I need to see her <laughs> trying to swing a golf club because there ain't no way. Well, I got, uh, I I got
3: famous because of holes. Unless Caitlyn's teaching her. Uh, wow. yeah, well, yeah, good, we do you know, know that Caitlin knows how to play, yes. Uh, here, I'll just throw the ball 200 yards. <laughs> 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 like, uh when uh, Superman is trying out for the football yeah. team. Well, he used to shot put <laughs> yeah. and discus and right, all exactly. that Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I'll just throw it. There's uh, <laughs> that to... three, 300 yards. Yeah, I can do <laughs> that. <laughs> according. <laughs> you know, it makes that sound. Shh. Yep. <laughs> according to reports
2: some of these pictures it looks like all right, kim lift the club okay stay there stay yeah, yeah, yeah stay so freeze. Pictures, just yep. freeze there it looks good
0: uh and the pair are focusing on co-parenting <sighs> and aren't currently speaking now in another <laughs> story concerning that family uh chloe's team is working tirelessly to get what they see as an unflattering picture of her taken down. This is so Too crazy. Late. Yeah. Too late. It's we all over the place. Oh yeah, we've seen it. So and, and we'll comment on that in a yeah. second. It says the color edited photo was taken of Chloe during a private family gathering and posted to social media without permission by mistake of an assistant, Tracy Romulus, chief marketing office officer for KKW brand said in a statement, "Chloe looks beautiful. But it is within the right of the copyright owner to not want an image uh, not intended to be published taken down.
6: Chloe looks beautiful, but it's a disaster. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. And we were all talking yeah. about this off air. She looks normal. She looks fine. She looks like a fine. normal human being as opposed to the airbrushed, crafted yeah. uh, plastic. And, and I think she looks good. She, uh, does. She, she, she does. She does. It. She's not wearing makeup. Yeah, you can see some some little dimples and things here. It's some imperfections I didn't for Christ's see sake. Okay, and she's she's a she's a thick gal. She's used that word, Steve. It's and perfect. She's great. And I think she looks good. And the fact that this
3: picture is embarrassing to them. Well, the reason it's embarrassing is because they've set a benchmark that of course, no picture right. ever leaves yeah. the compound unless it's been photoshopped and altered 15 different ways. Exactly. So it's almost a product. She's a victim of her own creation.
6: So, but there
3: are photos, Preston, that they show later on in this article. Where one was released to the Daily Wire. <laughs> you can't, it looks nothing like her. I yeah, mean, yeah. facially, it looks
2: nothing How like tiring, her. How tiring, though, to have to edit. Every single photo well, that is taken it, of you to, to that extent. So Connor, with look at the
0: Daily Mail and see if you can find the picture. I want Casey to be yeah, able I want to, to see this. this. And
6: this is listen, this picture is important, right? For for somebody uh, this high profile, like it's it's super duper important. Like, um, so there's
0: the picture of her, okay. Casey.
6: I mean, you can see
0: the, there's there's kind of ripples in the skin a little bit, which is normal, natural, mm-hmm. and. She is a thicker gal. She's wearing a really skimpy bikini. Yeah. Uh, And... There's nothing wrong with I do a, think it's she, funny.
2: A, I do think it's funny, though, that you guys call her thicker. She's thicker compared to her sisters. Yeah. If you stuck her or next to, to a, other
0: ways we've seen her. To other
2: ways we've seen her. But if you stuck her next to a normal person, yeah. she would be petite. She wouldn't yeah. be thicker. Yeah. But,
3: but, I mean, that... So, and I think... That I I like that. I like that look. I like this picture. Yeah, I don't she, mean, I don't yeah, mean yeah, she's it's That's fat. not derogatory. No, yeah. no, No, no. Yeah.
2: I know, but she's not even... I think if you put her next to a normal person, she wouldn't appear to be thicker. Yeah. I mean, even look, like, she's had a kid. How many yeah. kids does she have? One? I don't one. know. Yeah, whatever James she has. One, yeah. But, like, you can see a little bit of, like, the stretch that she had in her stomach. However, her abs are flat. Like- yeah, and yeah.
0: Kathy, you're, you're the one who pointed out, too, that it appears that she's the only one who hasn't gotten breast implants. Yeah. And so, therefore, uh, proportionate, she she looks normal, average, as opposed to, you know, having that big pop up the top yeah. there. So, uh, yeah, so they're working really hard, to try and get uh, this photo right, taken away, but everybody's seeing it today. I'm right, I mean, showing no? you guys this picture.
3: This is a yeah, repair. I saw that. Look at... Uh, that's
2: look what at I mean, it's... how much how much editing goes into just one photo. That's... So she,
3: she has... There's there's a picture on the left, for you listening, uh, where she looks like... Uh, she looks more like... Um...
2: Normal? Listen, <laughs> no,
3: <laughs> she looks insanely wrong. She, you no, do... on the right, she looks... Oh, oh okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
6: You do more damage, I think, to the everyday woman by... All of that stuff, right? So when this, uh, never mind. I yes, agree. Exactly. Hey, which, which Joe It's
0: going to bring me to the next story, actually, because uh, Lena Dunham. Uh, wants to change the perception that plus-size women are stupid. Uh, the girls' creator has launched a five-piece collaboration, and I'm going to mess up the name of this uh, um, uh, designer or this uh, um, fashion group, Eleven on Honore. I'm, I'm not sure how you say that. H-O-N-O-R-E. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, following her catwalk debut last year and her passion for body tolerance, she said there's so much judgment around bigger bodies, I think one of those judgments is that bigger women are more stupid. Uh, They eat too much and we don't know how to stop. Uh, The women must be discerning and able to use their willpower. Bigger women must be limited in their understanding of the world and they keep doing things that are bad for them. So the amount of people who have written to me saying, you're promoting obesity. Don't you understand you're killing yourself? Are you stupid? Why are you doing that? Uh, She said her collection did not include casual wear. She said if a thin girl wears sweatpants, it's kind of cute like I'm having a rough day. But for a chubby girl, it's... You've made a lifestyle choice to give up. <laughs> uh, so body positivity is another loaded term for the girl star who last year posted on Instagram about feeling more body tolerant than body positive. So she's come out with this collection of clothing.
2: It's, a, it's plus size, right? Yeah, Did you exactly. Say that?
3: Okay. Yeah. That like Lane Bryant. Is that basically the yeah. mission goal of Lane Bryant to provide what is <laughs> and this is the uh, the absurdity of all this that that's considered you know, oh, my God, you must be an oil tanker if you're shopping there. But that's just that's well, actually it's more. Plus, than,
2: it's, I mean, it's plus size. It's normal clothing. But no, it, it's not normal size. It's, it's, it's not. Plus, no, it's plus size clothing. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it like
3: today's man?
2: <laughs> it's or the not, same. What no, is What is
3: that? What is that? Used to, used tall to be and a, fat. Tall and <laughs> fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Wasn't
0: there,
3: there was a store like that,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. yeah Big I, th- and tall. Big and tall, uh, big and yeah. Tall. Yeah. tall and fat. Yeah. There was a time where I had, I went to the big and tall store.
3: Yeah. No man, I had to because yeah.
6: you're so tall.
0: And <laughs> no, it's because I was a big boy at one point. Yeah, and uh, and I had to go there. And uh, yeah, and and it it was really limited. There was like, man, there's not much good stuff I know. here. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, she said the thing that's complicated about the body positive movement is that it can be for the privileged few who have a body that looks the way. Uh, people want to feel positive," she said. Uh, "We want curvy bodies that look like Kim Kardashian has been upsized slightly. We want big, beautiful butts and big, beautiful breasts and no cellulite and faces that look like you could smack them onto thin women." So she's created this, and it is in collaboration with Eleven Honor. She collabed.
6: Yeah, she collabed. <laughs> well, let's let's not pretend that that's all that guys like. And or and or, and, and, and women, uh, just the the picturesque. I like I like a Zoptic like yeah. like look. I like a. Yeah, I
3: like uh, yes. Every, they're, they're, life is a Whitman. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah,
6: reality. Absolutely. Listen, you know there are things that capture you know the eye or whatever. But you know
3: what it really is, and I think it's the same thing that translates as you say, Kathy. Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. A wise man
4: said, uh, I like them real thick and juicy. Yeah. yeah. And, and that man, man, that man so juicy, was Ray. That man was
0: double. Ray. Crock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyhow, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, Guillermo del Toro has won a copyright suit filed against him claiming the shape of water infringed on the work of Pulitzer Prize-winning author Paul Zindel. He wrote a book
3: called Fish Guy.
0: Uh, spokesperson for Searchlight, <laughs> one of the co-defendants, released the following statement saying David Zindel, the son of Paul Zindel." author of Let Me Hear You Whisper. Son of Paulsendale. Yes, acknowledges, uh, based on confidential information obtur- obtained during the uh, litigation process. You did the, to hit
3: with the legalese.
0: That his claims of, thank you, uh, Marty. Marty Siga. His uh, claims of plagiarism. I can teach
3: you to talk like a lawyer in oh. one easy lesson. <laughs> Ipso facto exculpatory. Our.
6: That'll be $200. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you charge a lot. <laughs> you charge by the minute, the word? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> (laughs) By the word. That are unfounded. By the thought.
0: Uh, He acknowledges Guillermo (laughs) del Toro as the true creator of the shape of water. Any similarity between the two works is confidential. Uh, Anano Domini. I wanted to throw something in there that
3: sounded. Domino's Pizza. (laughs) Yeah, Domino's Pizza. Avoid the Noid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's
6: a callback. (laughs) That is a throwback, dude.
0: Avoid the Noid.
6: (laughs) Which one was he? Domino's.
3: That was was Domino's? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, He He, he wore a red
0: suit. He almost
6: had like rabbit ears type of
0: thing. Right. He was the
3: one who was responsible for your pizza box crushing into the pizza. I
6: remember the character. I just didn't remember which pizza he tried to... uh... Because you would get annoyed. Yeah. yeah. That was
0: Thomas. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Annoying. I know, right? <laughs> Just now. Took
6: me a long time.
3: <laughs>
4: and Wilson was a volleyball.
3: Just
0: now. <laughs> yep. That
3: was from the eighties,
0: man. Uh-huh. You're
4: welcome. Wow. Okay. I, I think I got it in the nineties, so don't feel bad.
0: Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Marvel released uh, releasing full trailer for Loki.
3: Oh, it looks great. It, it does. I didn't watch it, it looks great. You know who's in it? Owen Wilson. Yes.
0: He is. Yeah. Uh, he plays one of the timekeepers. Yes. Uh, so the Disney Plus series set for June 11th, uh, is wow. set and it features the God of Mischief himself in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Tom Hiddleston, of course, returns. Nobody else can play him. I'm going to go back and stop Marley from dying. As Steve said, joined from uh, by Owen Wilson, uh, Gugu Mbatha Raw, uh, Sophia <laughs> D. Martino, uh, Wunmi Mosaku, and
4: Richard E. Grant. I don't know any of that oh, crew. I like. I like. It's a it's a silly name or a funny name, Gugu Mbatha Raw. But she was in. Um, the morning show with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. She had her character arc was really fascinating. She's a really good actress. Okay, uh, so she'll be a good addition to the show. Very pretty, too. yeah.
0: Um, so it, if you have not seen, it's
3: coming out June
0: 11th, So, so this looks I'm like
3: too far no, not not at all. And this looks like so take um, sort of the whimsy that was part of Wandavision. Yeah, and uh, but there's this is a real critical and there's a galaxy vibe to it too. Galaxy, galaxy, of the Guardians. In fact, Steve, galaxy. they show a quick Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. They show a quick uh, clip of
0: him a la Wandavision wearing the old Loki from yes. the comic books yep.
6: headgear. Yep. So they're gonna they're gonna have some fun with that, I think, which is really, really cool. All right. So they they did Wandavision like basically right into Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier will be over three by more the, weeks by the end of the month, yeah. right? Do we have to go through all of May without a Marvel thing? I mean, we're doing pretty well. Right. I Stop keep thinking because they keep moving Black Widow back. That's Fourth uh, of July now. <sighs> now you'll be all right.
3: All right. Come on, Thames listen. We we were, remember when the Croods dominated entertainment. So yeah. we're, we're doing pretty <laughs> well right now.
0: Uh, let's see here. So British star uh, Thandi Newton, and I assume you're going to pronounce her name Thandwe Newton. So that's a real that's a Zulu name. Is reverting to yeah. it's uh, Zimbabwe, Sandy. not Zulu. Zimbabwe is where she's from. So uh, she's reverting to the original. Shona spelling. So I guess that is where that comes from. Shown, not, I'm not familiar, familiar with yeah. Shona either. Um, and uh, she had been known as Thandie, T-H-A-N-D-I-E, and now she's going T-H-A-N-D-I-W-E, which is originally how her name is spelled from her heritage in Zimbabwe on her mother's side. And Thandwe means beloved. And she said, that's my name. I've o- it's always been my name. I'm taking back what's mine. Her full name is Thandwe
3: Schwarzenegger.
0: Okay. By the way, speaking of Schwarzenegger, yeah. I saw his
3: kid in that movie Moxie. He's good, right? He's good. He is good. He plays it's, a jerk. It's, but... it's, a, it's a it's the kid with the other kid, the one that he had with his it with his maid. Right. A housekeeper, his... is the one who really has gone into bodybuilding.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I saw him for the first time. I was like, oh, my God, that's Arnold's kid. And he yep. doesn't
3: really look a lot like him.
0: but Who, who um, knows? <laughs> He's in Arnold's room. Yeah, no. Yeah, the UPS girls put you hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the biggest stars in the Food Network, Guy Fieri, has re-upped his deal with uh, d- the Discovery-owned network with a new three-year
3: exclusive. We uh, love Guy Fieri. And you know what? More often than not, Preston, and Marissa will val- verify this, every week or so... Don't you get tweeted at because that Memphis Taproom episode of Diners, Dives, and Dives, yeah. it airs all the time, and there's a shot of Marissa and I sitting side-by-side yeah. side sampling chickpeas. Uh, I think you can see the, our, our heads.
4: Yeah, yeah. You guys, you can see you guys. But We're in that episode. You can see
0: the back of our heads. Uh, Fietti landed on the network in 2006 via the Next Food Network star and has had several successful shows, including Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, 33 seasons, by the way. Wow. Uh, Guys Grocery Games and uh, 2020 launch uh, Tournament of Champions, which brought in over 12 million viewers to its first season.
3: Unless we forget the millions of dollars he raised for restaurants and and restaurant employees during uh, all of this. He has been very, very... Um, uh, attentive to that and has worked hard to raise that money. It's very cool.
6: So including the Memphis Tap Room, I've been to three Triple D restaurants that he has done. We I went to one in Los Angeles and had uh, some amazing huevos Rancheros. That was basically on Skid Row in, in Los Angeles and then I went to this roadside barbecue joint in uh, Vegas. So if you're ever like wondering where to go to, check
0: his, check go, the go triple to that listing. D- I believe yeah. it, man. Yeah. So i I don't think I've ever seen anything on that show and not gone Wow that's that looks Well, yummy.
3: We, we can attest to I mean the, the one meal I had there at the Memphis Tavern was pretty
6: amazing. yeah there's two places that I did. when I'm in Boston there's a place that I want to go to where I saw them making this amazing lobster ravioli and then there's a place in Minnesota I'm like, I guess I gotta go to Minnesota because they make uh, these stuffed cheeseburgers there beautiful oh, the <laughs> I do it.
3: This morning, bro.
1: A stuffed cheeseburger. A stuffed
0: cheeseburger. Yeah. Back to you. All right. To Thank try
1: you. food. One last. <laughs>
0: That's
10: the only thing I want <laughs> to know. know that there's more in Minnesota than just
3: cold weather. Casey boys has an appreciation for their food as well and hopes to one day visit them and taste some of it. Back to you.
0: <laughs> one last story in entertainment news, if you will. Steve, this is for you and I. Uh, Jean-Luc's most belligerent, enduring frenemy is back. I love this. Sir Patrick Stewart debuted an early teaser for the currently filming second season of Star Trek Picard. Although the trailer itself was light on footage, mostly showing empty shots of his home in France... As a retired, uh, I'm sorry, revived, Picard discussed how life does not always grant you a second chance. The teaser closes with another familiar voice, John DeLancey, as the omnipotent super being Q.
3: Did you guys, any of you, I know Preston, you did. Did any of you guys watch Star Trek The Next Generation? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it was great. And it started with Q. And Q Q is this omnipotent being who is throughout the show... Is very godlike, but he has foibles that make him not an interesting character. And they're, they're he likes priv- to play games. He likes to play games. Mm-hmm. And if you remember one of the greatest episodes of the series, Preston, he kind of brings Picard and the crew down a little bit. He, he shows them the Borg mm-hmm. and says, This is what is out there. So before you think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is that you're, you're the end all. But he also got his comeuppance and, and the character's great. And John Delancey. That was the role he was born to play.
0: Uh, the second season of Picard is set to hit Paramount Plus in 2022, so you're going to have to wait a little while for that, though.
3: By the way, Next Generation, I think, will is right up there with you know Breaking Bad. People talk about legendary wrap-up episodes for a show. All good things. That episode of Next Generation is as good
0: as it gets. I agree. All
3: right, we're ready for the clips. Here we go.
0: So Six Minutes to Midnight takes place in the summer 1939, just 17 days uh, before the start of World War II. And here, writer and star Eddie Izzard discusses how his career has led him to this project. Here's the clip.
9: I found this in life, that, that life conspires with me to say, if you run at something, I'm not going to give it to you. If you go slowly and you put the building blocks in and you do the work, do the work, and we will give you things. This is These are the fates.
0: Uh- uh, six Minutes to Midnight is streaming now on Amazon Prime.
3: Uh, I'm I've just seen a few coming attractions of this. Is this based on a true story? Don't know anything okay. about
0: it, Steve. To be honest, it's based so.
3: on true events. It just popped right up in the trailer. There Excellent. we go. Hmm. All right, here's the next clip. One of the best dog
0: groomers in America face off in a new reality competition series, Pooch Perfect. Yeah. Yep. In this clip, host Rebel Wilson explains her personal connection to the series. Here we go.
2: So I'm a fourth generation dog shower. Started um, with my great grandmother bringing beagles into Australia and they bred beagles as well. And so my whole childhood... From birth to about 12 years old, was going to dog shows pretty much every single
0: weekend. What the f- is
6: going on with you? <laughs> yes, Casey. Um, well, no, no, no. Uh, Finish. Like, uh, okay, resume. a new episode <laughs> of Pooch Perfect airs tonight at 8 on ABC. So there's this new thing I've been seeing on the internet, on Instagram, TikTok, is these people who are shaving their dogs' heads, but they and it, it's not real. Okay, so, so my kids have fallen for it, where it looks like. They're basically just photoshopping a human bald head on top of a dog's head. Okay. And it looks really freaky. But I'm like, my kids are showing me this. I'm like, look, he's got human ears. Like, it yeah. is, that is not a real dog. It's, did you watch Pooch Perfect? No. Yeah, is I it did. any good? I'm like, God, these poor
3: goddamn dogs <laughs> are being tie-dyed and knotted up. And it's and I mean, I don't care how good. They, they must sedate the ever-living hell out of these dogs. They're standing there for like four hours while they they're basically if you did Cake Boss, but replaced the cake with a dog. Yeah. that's what they're doing. Do they generally have the look of
0: really? You know, like the look on the dog? The space, dog's but, like seriously. You've got to be kidding me! Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, I finally have gotten to see this Lisa Vanderpump, who's one of the judges. I want to take one of the dogs and beat her to death. Is yeah. this from Vanderpump Rules?
6: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I wonder if I'm if I should even put my dog in for grooming because he's such a handful. And it's like. It, 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 listen, can, can I, I tell you, you something ever him
3: they're,
0: do it
6: though they're there's really a great good at what they do groomer in Minnesota so when you go, <laughs> do, when you you go for they're your grooming. food I could eat a yeah stuffed cheeseburger uh-huh. I actually so I have to I have to sedate it's right my right across dog across the street I have to give him like a oh you do puppy meds yeah I do oh, because my one groomer's like dude, you gotta do something about him oh wow okay. yeah I can and, t- yeah. I can
3: tell you something and something you may want to access and here's a little bit of advice to anybody who has difficulty. There are mobile grooming services. We use a, a one called Avery's, and they come oh, to the house. I
10: used to use her. Right.
3: And, and so what yeah, happens Yeah, we have some that come in our neighborhood, too. Right. Yep. And then they come in, and then you can walk out with the animal, and they sometimes they'll they leave the door open or whatever, and, and get the dog comfortable. You're right home, and it, it, it's not as
2: Traumatizing. disturbing oh. and car. And, then and the by the way, the store.
3: if you're thinking about buying
0: a dog, grooming is freaking expensive. It is. Good Lord. If you it have is. It, I didn't know that. I had no idea. We got two dogs, and I'm like, it costs how much
3: to get oh, their hair really? cut? I'm going to present another no option idea. to you. Yeah. You can also go Monster Pets, yeah, and uh, has uh, they have the, like your like basically your own car wash in the back for your dog, right? so Yeah, and you can uh, they, mm-hmm. at least they had. It. I don't know if they they still have it with you know the restrictions mm-hmm. now, but there are those those options as well. You know, you you just don't want a trauma. You don't want the dog to have a cardiac arrest yeah. while you're grooming it.
2: Wait, like how much? Can you give me a, a range in how much it costs to get your dog groomed? Well, like
3: sixty bucks or something like that. And you got oh. two tip. Oh. tip, yeah.
2: Wow.
0: Half my yeah, and then you got to do pounds. a tip on top yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have bring yeah, them I have for little
2: dinner. dogs, too. Just get mm-hmm. a cat that grooms themselves and attacks you. Yes. <laughs> Preston, ah, yes.
3: Preston. could you Could you hmm. get like uh, like a long tube sock, cut the end out of it, join your dogs together into one long and dog? And just pay for one? <laughs> could. Probably. Yeah.
6: He's a wiener dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you know that? Don't take that off. <laughs> yes. When you come back to, <laughs> did you know that? This is actually two <laughs> no. dogs? Right. No. No.
2: No. Psych. My All brother right. has... Oh, sorry. Go
6: ahead. Uh, we got to wrap
2: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's almost quarter after seven. Uh, so I just
3: want to ask if there's a God.
0: Food's perfect. <laughs> airs tonight, 8 o'clock on ABC. There is, and he created a stuffed cheeseburger. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. in Minnesota. We're, We're going to take you. a break. We'll be back in just a moment. We've got a bunch of guests on. I'll tell you about them when we get back. Oh, and your chance to win money, money, money this morning. Stay put.
11: Would it hurt you to say please?
1: Use your smart speaker to listen live from wherever you are. Rock Pierre's Workforce Blocks while working from home. Get your daily dose of Preston and Steve on demand. Or catch up on the Bizarre Files podcast. Were you one of the first to grab an Amazon Echo a few years ago?
11: Well, aren't you ahead of the curve?
1: Text speaker to to make sure your Alexa skill is up to date.
11: For a second there, I thought you said we were going on a date. Ha, 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 no.
1: 93.3 three w m m r
11: everything that rocks,
0: keep in mind we have a tattoos day today chance for you to win a presence Eve theme tattoo, text word tattoo to three nine three three three, and you might win that from floating world tattoo and piercing on South Street. So we'll get that before the show is up All righty, then, I think it's time. It's been a while since we've strolled the campus of the Just Say Institute. And there are many studies that have been taking place. Uh, say
3: an Institute, Yeah, <laughs> home of the cheese stuffed burgers to go. No
6: way. No oh, way. Wait. So I don't have to go to Minnesota. I can just go to West Virginia. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, they got to feed the researchers and <laughs> Absolutely. stuff cheeseburgers. if you have
3: pets, no better groomer to be found right, right across the street.
0: All right. So uh, people don't always learn from their mistakes. We That's know true. I made that mistake. Researchers from Norway found that when it comes to sexual behavior, sexual behavior... I'm a
3: sessual person.
0: uh, People continue doing the same things over and over, no matter how much they regret it. (laughs) This
3: still tastes like pee. The study found
0: (laughs) that women tended to regret having casual sex more than men. And Uh. listen to this. Men regretted not taking advantage <laughs> of a casual sex opportunity markedly more than women.
2: <laughs> because that's because we're, we're initially taught that you, you shouldn't have casual sex.
0: Right, right. It's bad, Some, it's going to make I you a slut. I don't know how many times yes. where I was like, man, I could have sealed the deal on that, and I just didn't do and it. You and know, know what, what I mean? you never think, though? And it's, it's all
3: part of the deal is that you never... What if it had gone terribly awry? You know, you end up like like, like, like a stalker or something. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, that's you, the problem. Yeah, 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 and
0: that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, and, and even if you did, these researchers are saying it doesn't keep you from doing it I know. again yeah. and yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, so that even feelings that uh, it said, but that that even feeling these regrets didn't cause either group to change their behaviors. Okay. So researcher professor Leif Caner. Says oh, that, good. that people's personalities also play a role in what in uh, their behaviors. Adding, if regret helped, uh, would not most sinners eventually become saints? What do you regret uh, the most often? Has it changed your behavior? and apparently this is the study to show that regret has little to no effect on sex. So it's the
3: it's the eternal promise of okay that didn't work may that that might not have been great but this is going to I could get this. Yeah. This could work out. I it's like so. you keep reaching into the Whitman sampler
4: Okay. I wonder how much this type of study will play into what's going to happen uh, in this country over the next few months. Because I think that there has been a lot of pent up sexual energy over the last year. And we've talked a little bit about, you know, the roaring 20s well, returning. Yeah. What dating's going to be yeah, like. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and um, I, there, people have put dating on hold, and single life has been really on for the last year. So, this type of thing, Preston, like, are you going to err more on the side of, you know what? Uh, I haven't had any casual sex over the last year. Maybe it's time. Nick? The researchers at the Just Sane Institute <laughs> have looked into this very thing. Wow.
0: All right, oh, that's and crazy. we now have some results on that. All of the stuff, cheeseburger. The <laughs> outlook for summer seems pretty good, with lockdowns uh, potentially ending in many places. But this is driving the sexual health hub. Where's that? To predict that this oh. will be the summer of sexually transmitted infection. There <laughs> it is. Yeah. Experts are particularly concerned about a potent strain of gonorrhea. All right. Which I think is my most favorite sounding. Gonorrhea STI. just sounds gonorrhea.
3: Good. The g. Yeah. Gonorrhea. And and the Cephalus fact that it sounds it's too much syllabic.
0: Well, and also it's got part of the word diarrhea in it too. Yeah, gonorrhea, yeah. diarrhea. Yeah. And gondola is very Venice. Uh which is already the most common STI in the UK by the way. Gonorrhea is. It? is. Yeah. So the World Health Organization Warns that the antibiotic usually used to treat gonorrhea has actually built up resistance to the infection. And so a super gonorrhea could soon be untreatable as the use of antibiotics during the pandemic continues to feel
3: stronger than the other
0: gonorrhea. It's mutation. The Earth's sun will keep you powerful. Uh, So Claudia Etzcourt with the British Association for Sexual Health and HIV says that the reduced number of people coming in for STI testing in lockdown means that 2020 numbers will likely show reported infection rates have fallen, but that they are predicted to rise again this year.
3: The amazing thing is, is that, um, you know, God, I remember in school, in high school in particular, the health classes focused so much. On syphilis and, and, gunner- and yeah. These, yeah, that was all part of the deal.
12: Saw pictures. And- right, yeah. right,
3: right. And uh, here you have this super strain of gonorrhea. Yeah. You know, um, and then it, then it, then it really turned into AIDS prevention. That was the that big, was thing, the big that, thing that
0: came along.
3: Syphilis was always, to me, the syphilis, the the thing, the bell they'd ring on that is that syphilis would drive you insane right. if you had it long enough. Apparently Al Capone went stark raving mad because he was crawling with syphilis.
0: I, one time, I saw a photo that absolutely traumatized me. And believe it or not, it was in Hustler magazine. Okay? Oh, boy. So, and it, and I'm, I'm flipping through and I'm looking at the... Gaping hustler photos. Yes. Okay. And then I flipped the page. Real artsy. And it was a, it was a, an article on uh, sexually transmitted diseases. And they had a picture of a woman who had died from syphilis <sighs> and it was <sighs> of her face. <sighs> and so her nose had rotted away. Ew, her gross. teeth had fallen out. <sighs> she was like, her skin was like a blue color. It scared the hell. Hell out! Why would me. they use that as a centerfold? Uh, well, and there it was in the middle of my bank <laughs> yeah. material. Yeah, <laughs> right. The yeah, moment yeah. I saw that, I never wanted to touch another hustler again. Do you remember wow. the
3: scene in Donny, Johnny Dangerously where he's trying to dissuade him from premarital sex? Yeah, they, they come in close on a nipple, and it's like ants. Yeah. <laughs> like no, they, they I don't do, remember. Do, everything's that. Oh terrifying. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's you know, it, it's uh, it's dangerous stuff. Yeah. So listen, the,
0: the numbers have fallen. Therefore. They're going to go back up, I mean, yes. no matter what. Now, what they will be comparatively to numbers previous uh, to COVID, I'm not really sure.
3: On the plus side, we've seen dolphins in the East River. So there you go. The, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you, you know. One... Yeah, Venice. They're, they're <laughs> swimming through the
0: main canal <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. So there, there yeah. are things. It's like Thanos. And, uh, you know.
5: <laughs> right. I saw
0: a whale in, uh, in uh, the Hudson. The Hudson. It, it just Rome, so yeah. took yeah. So there you
3: half go. of all life in the universe to be That's eliminated. All?
0: That's all. By the way, this just in, a texter says, the stuffed burgers in Minnesota are called Juicy
6: Lucy's. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, listen. That's how you get syphilis from Juicy Lucy.
3: And oh, I have. That's how
0: she got her name.
6: That's yeah. disgusting. That's my specialty. I make Juicy Lucy's at home now. Uh, hey, that's... Juicy Lucy. <laughs> yeah, You're going to start itching after we do this. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So anyhow, the uh, the STIs, they're making a big time comeback. So uh, And that should be this year. Heads up on that. Be careful. All right, uh, other studies from the (laughs) Justine Institute. Uh, Let's talk about uh, people and aging and the differences amongst us all. It says people really do age at different rates according to a new study. Really? Duke University researchers found that by age 45, those with a faster pace of biological aging were more likely to feel, function, and look
3: far older than they actually were. I know people who seemed to get older far faster yeah. than oh, other, yeah. and and I know people who I think by sheer force of will made themselves older, desperately desired.
2: Oh, he, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, or, or I don't know if they, I, I don't know who you're talking yeah. about, but not not desired it, but just their lifestyle obviously yeah. right ages them. But wait, what? Can you say that again? So what? What makes them age? What about well, I, haven't,
0: I haven't gotten to that part of oh, it yet. Oh, oh, so I, uh,
3: it's syphilis makes me. <laughs> yes, if you want, her, yeah. you want to age quickly, yeah. uh, it's syphilis. Yeah. You have too many juicy lucies, and you're going to be all hunched over. <laughs> so it says, and for those
0: individuals, uh, the relative sprint toward old age began in their twenties. The experts say that this shows that we need to take a different view of aging. This is according to researcher Maxwell Elliot, says aging is a lifelong process. It doesn't subtly begin at the age of 60. It's believed that genes likely play a role in biological aging. So, so it's regular? not just what you do. There are some oh, people yeah, that sure. genetically are going to sure. age faster, it says. But nothing is set in stone uh-huh. as lifestyle choices and environmental factors also contribute. In the future... Researchers hope that they can translate what they've uh, what they're learning about the aging process into medications that can be given to people at the right time. So they don't
3: really have the official answers. Uh-oh. according to this particular okay. study, I'll, t- I'll tell you this: but they're though. working on it. Right, so I've been watching a lot of documentaries on Discovery Plus, which everyone should get. But the um, uh, the the uh, strides forward and they, they've been making as far as slowing. The aging process. It, 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 it is not inconceivable that in fairly short order we'll be tacking on decades to the average human lifespan. I mean, that's that's where they're going. Right. Unfortunately,
0: what? it's going to be decades too short uh, for, uh, us. for us.
3: Yeah. Oh, we're late. missing the boat. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be us. There yeah. a lot of love <laughs> in <the
6: sand. laughs> All right. Uh, you said the age of 45. That is how old Nick and I are right now. I.
2: Who's um, aged better? Well...
6: Who, I don't know. Who I, listen, I, I lived a harder life for a little while there. You know, I, 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 I think you guys—you guys, are you look guys both look young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't similar. feel it. I look better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you've had work done. Yeah. A
4: yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. few nips and tucks.
2: Listen, <laughs> I will say, all joking aside, um, and I don't know if it's. Uh, You know, stress or or what it is, but no, like in the last, I'm not kidding you. In the last, I'd say three to four months, like I've seen my face age tremendously. Yeah,
6: me
0: too. And
2: I, and I, I don't understand why just that time period. Kathy,
0: is it, is it your
2: eyes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah.
3: The <laughs> <family>. <laughs> that's Kathy looking, are you in the are you not time? wearing eye makeup today?
2: No, I'm not wearing makeup today because I have to do a full face of makeup later. So and Nick Murphy's uh, not here, so there's no cameras. Right, so, so I lighting, will tell yeah.
3: you this: I do not perceive that at all. I think you're the first no, person, but, but Preston as other people, Preston picked you- it
2: out, and that's exactly what it is. It's wrinkles under my eyes, and I don't I don't know why it's all syphilis. of a sudden they're becoming like deeper. All of a sudden, Like you can last get rid of that months.
3: though.
4: With what? Botox. <laughs> oh. No, I,
2: think, I don't.
4: I think it's the last year, Kath. I, I think that the last year really has taken its toll on a lot of people. I think that the stress levels are through the roof, that uh, anxiety is up. And, and For God's the... sakes, your cats are attacking you <laughs> yeah, at home. That's, yeah. that's you true. can't
3: sleep because you know your own domesticated cats <laughs> will rip you apart. Yeah. That's
2: why Dr. Mike was like, Are you crying? I was like, Yes, I am. No,
3: no I, listen. You're I. I, there, I believe there's a lot to be said for the young at heart thing, and also the, the way you approach life and the, and the attitude. My dad's in his 90s. He's 94. Um, and uh, what do his eyes look like? He, he looks great. <laughs> I mean, he, but also it's his attitude. Yeah, and that really. I I remember when I was in college. There there are guys who are like like they're doing the the professor pipe thing, and they're like, Are you what? Yeah. Why do you want to be? Oh, right. far older than you already are. Well, the, okay, so the, there's
0: a difference between, I think, what you're talking about. Now, your dad's sharp as a tack, and you keep He's on saying that, Sharp as yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, but what about physically? He's in good He's shape. He's in great shape. but yeah, he, he works him. in it. But I am working on it, too, and I am noticing deteriorations that I'm like, okay.
2: And it's frustrating. I, I right? don't know what stop to stop and about think that.
0: about this. Though. Nothing that I can do about that.
3: By at least doing what you're doing, you're slowing that process. Were you to do nothing, it would be much more exaggerated. But it's not
0: all attitude. I mean, it's
3: you no, know. no, no. I never said it was all attitude. But what I, what I do believe is that that is a a big component part. I, I when push comes to shove, you want to have your physicality, you know, in, in good in good running order, but also. I want the mind to be there, you know, and, and to be engaged. And we're we're engaged every morning. We we do that, and and just in general, uh, staying engaged. My wife does all sorts of things, you know, puzzles and things. She she loves to keep her mind. You work out the mind as well as the the the, the body, and I think that goes a long way to just the way you approach life. Yeah, you know, and and which. Do you choose syphilis or gonorrhea? Which They're is right. going to be you your Do you, so, you even disease? get
6: to choose? Or yes. does it choose you? Right. You, you
3: know, know? It's, it's like, like the pets. sorting hat. Pets choose you. <laughs> <laughs> Gryffindor. Syphilis.
4: Syphilis. <laughs> syphilis. syphilis. Gonorrhea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Chlamydia.
0: Wow. Not hardly anybody wow. gets into that house.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's interesting. Listen, I believe that a lot of it is, um, it's just up to chance and, and it's genetics and, and, uh, now you can do things to help further yourself along, but there's freeze only so yourself.
2: much that you oh, can God, do. Wait, yes. Cryo? Maybe you want to do else. cryo? Well, I don't know. That, maybe that freeze Sleep in is? a hyperbolic
4: tube. At least your cats can't get to you. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm um, thinking like hog genital warts, but that's not... That's not it. No. Are you, do you still yeah, think about like He
3: like was just wondering if Hogwarts get genital
4: warts. No, no, no. Hogwarts <laughs> the genital yeah. genital awards. Like, there's a joke in there, but it has, I, I'm not very good at that. Let's just work it out on air. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wrote it up. <laughs> <laughs> so some
0: people age more slowly oh. uh, than others, and that's but but Kathy's falling apart. Oh, I,
2: boy, I, I I, yeah.
0: All right. Let me see agree. what else we got here. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the. Uh, the mind, Steve, and keeping things sharp. Mm, there you go. Uh, taking physical notes is according to the Just Say Institute. Taking physical notes is more likely to make information stick in your brain.
3: I just did. I just wrote down a note. Kathy's
0: eyes look horrible.
2: <laughs> you said you didn't see it. I know. I thought you are my side. Uh, that's for a joke. I am. I don't see
3: it.
0: University of Tokyo researchers found the study participants <laughs> who wrote on physical paper... <laughs> Had more brain activity when remembering the information an hour later. According to the professor of the study, he said paper is... Now, this meanings more so than on a tablet or smartphone. Yeah, no, it's yes. Writing on a paper. Agreed. If I,
2: I have a whole running list in my phone and I'll make a list of what I need to do for the day, I actually forget to check the list yeah. or that I even had stuff to do. But if I write it on a piece of paper, I remember it.
3: I do constantly. And, and um, so when I at the end of the show I have my my as I'm thinking about things as we're doing it I have a plan of attack at that point just having that physical paper just the process of handwriting it
6: yeah secures it in my brain my mm-hmm. mom writes things down all day every day and if she doesn't she forgets it right, right here yeah. get penicillin <laughs> for syphilis <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: i guess you remember that you have that paper and that you have to check that paper well, because w- i'll forget that i even Entered it into my phone.
3: I think unless now I I have I've set up a good safety net of ways to catch myself and and the, my foibles. I correct them by having alerts and things come up. But um I think the most effective. I think they're right, Preston. Is is the handwriting of a list,
0: Kathy? What I think it is is more so than uh, you know touching the the keypad, uh you know the virtual keypad on your phone and spelling words out that way. Uh, it's more tactile to take a pen and actually write, write out, out the letters. Mm-hmm. You're doing more physical activity, uh, and therefore I think it's kind of cementing in your mind.
3: Do you think you would do better were you to use, uh, for example, if you had a tablet and you used a stylus to write, you know what I'm saying? Write it out? Yeah. Would it be the so, same? You, I, I, can, I can hand write, and, oh, yeah. and it will convert it to text. Well, it says there's something about the paper, actually. So this
0: uh, the study author said paper is more advanced and useful compared to electronic documents because paper contains a... Uh, contains more of a one-of-a-kind information for stronger memory recall. The experts say that uh, personalizing digital documents by highlighting, underlining, circling, or adding virtual sticky notes can mimic analog-style spatial enrichment, enrichment, but may enhance that may enhance memory. So, but the take-home message
3: is: use paper notebooks for information that we need to learn or memorize. It's funny because I will do whenever we interview someone. I'll do a lot of research and I'll do I'll I'll I'll, I'll type up data sheets. We also get a sheet that is just a general knowledge sheet. Uh, Connor will print up, you know, information, and and I will take things from the typed list that I've done and handwrite it on the written sheet. Mm-hmm. Just because I, those are things I want to make sure I absolutely get to right, right. in the interview.
0: Yeah, I like I like keeping physical notes.
3: I, I yeah, I like it. I well, look at
0: you; you're the master of color coding. And yeah, I got all kinds of stuff here. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about uh, children for a moment. They leave uh, lots of heel marks on your clean floor. Uh, kids like people who speak to them and speak like them when they speak to them, a study finds So University of Queensland researchers find that children prefer to befriend, listen to, and imitate people who speak similarly to a to child. Them. Yes. So the data... are uh, some of the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? That is very childlike. Uh, the data also shows that bilingual children and children exposed to other accents, dialects, and languages display just as much preference uh, for speaking of their own linguistic variety, if not more so than uh, monolingual children and those who were not exposed to other ways of speaking. So they said, as the the researchers said, as the world becomes more globalized, it's more important than ever to consider how exposure to diversity can promote acceptance rather than amplify intergroup biases. So es- essentially, if, if somebody's speaking with an accent, it's harder for kids to relate to them. I guess is what this says. I thought maybe it was like boogoo <laughs> boogoo. That's what I thought
2: as no, well. Yeah, yeah like, not to do that, yeah.
3: right? Because that you're 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 pandering, and that's actually going to a child will learn to speak in a more evolved manner if you raise the bar a little bit. Right.
2: You know, uh, Yeah. And I, I mean, everybody does it anyway, though. Yeah. But um, I, so what I didn't know about bilingual children, and I don't know if this is like, obviously, it's not across the board. But um, so I have a friend and then my cousin uh, and bo- their kids are bilingual or they're, they're babies. And the mom speaks Spanish. Um, dad speaks English. But that both of them are And they're completely different, separated. They're, they're not connected in any way. It's two separate families, but they're both experiencing the same thing, that the baby is actually um, not speaking yet. Because, and they think it's because there's two languages coming at them and they're mm. sort of taking it all in. So they're a little bit delayed uh-huh. in actually speaking. And that's um, interesting. Um. They thirty five. <laughs> no, no, no. One is two, and one is three.
4: Okay, so I have an American friend who is married to a Colombian man, and uh, my my friend Cindy and I went to high school together. She, you know, she speaks Spanish pretty well, but she married a Colombian. Their son is seven or eight at this point, and he flows so effortlessly from Spanish to English. It's it's almost offensive. Like you're like yeah. you're you're too smart. You're what you're only seven. You know, but it's it's really cool because he just he has a, a Colombian father and an American mother. My, my nephews are that way. Are they? Okay. Yeah,
0: because they're married. Uh, they're my, yeah yeah they're married to a Colombian. Or I'm sorry my my wife's brother is married to a Colombian woman. Right. and and they speak both languages. It's impressive. In the house. I've been thinking about taking Spanish. Don't lessons. do it. Why? I'm 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 now, you know what? Oblo. Oblo. Right. The commercial. Yeah. I took it in junior high. <laughs> I, I have a, a basic knowledge of it already. You're okay.
6: doing audiobooks. Why don't you just
0: do it that way? Do maybe? just young. for something new to do.
3: I have flirted with that notion yeah. a number of times. And it'd be I, a useful I, language. And the thing is, is that I, everyone tells me after a while, unless you can employ it on a regular basis and really get to put it through its paces. It's the kind of thing that will start to go out of your mind if you're not doing it actively and staying on top of it. Yeah, topic. you got to yeah. be committed. Yeah. It really helps if you're going to go and live in an area where yeah. it's spoken or if you have friends who speak constantly that could engage you. But if you just try to like, you know, hop hop on a, a program and you're not using it and employing it You'll forget it.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. My, uh, my, my brother-in-law, he, when he moved to Colombia, he didn't speak Spanish. He spoke just a handful and now he's fluent
3: in it. The priest, who, my, my wife's uncle, uh, um, uh, who was a, a priest, uh, you know, Irish and yeah. through w- was in Puerto Rico for decades and had a, you know, was, a, 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 had a small church down there that, that we got married in. He his main language even in thought was Spanish and then he had to That's interesting. he had to backtrack to speak English yeah. because he was living everything in Spanish
2: my brother taught himself how to speak Spanish. So he did take it in high school and I think a little bit in college, but he didn't really learn it right. too much. And, um, he, so he eventually did go over to Spain with some friends and there then we go. had Spanish exchange students and he was able to use it with them, oh, but cool. he essentially taught himself. And then when the exchange students came over, he would practice with them. And of course, you know, they would laugh at him with some yeah. of the mistakes and stuff he made. But I mean, it was pretty amazing that he just, he was like, that's it. He I always wanted, knew where the
3: library yeah. was. I <laughs> want
2: to do it. And then he worked at, <laughs> no, he worked at, um, um, at Apple, and they would give him all of the um, Spanish-speaking clients ah, that would come in. Yeah. That's nice. cool. Okay.
6: I'm thinking about taking up uh, English. I want to see if I can learn that language <laughs> a little bit. You speak better. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Gooder than I speak. Better, better. Yeah. Uh, you waited
2: a long time for that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: This Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, anyway. no. uh, that's all
3: we have time for. Be kind to Kathy. she's we-
0: I know. She's <laughs> aging very, very quickly before <laughs> her very eyes. She's hideous. <laughs>
3: Um, oh, be nice to Kathy. God. She's hideous.
0: She has we got those it.
2: old eyes. Go for plastic, sir.
0: We got. It. We have to stroll off the grounds, gang, right. because oh. we got money to give away. All right. uh, so that's it from the Justine Institute for today. Hopefully you've. Uh, ho- hopefully you learned something. <laughs> if you weren't careful. Uh, we'll come back in a moment. We'll have your chance to win something. The money clip. The presidency money clip contest is on the way. Uh, your first shot at five hundred bucks. We'll get to the bizarre file stories too. So stay with us. We will be back in just a moment.
11: 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Money Clips.
6: Wow, we have a lot of
11: clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip up to seven times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon, then 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play one of your favorite Preston and Steve clips. not up but yeah and also give you a keyword text that to 45911 or enter it on our website or app to get in the running for the $10,000 grand prize every time you play that's crazy see official rules and details at wmmr.com I'm scared
1: sponsored by Hyundai City South Jersey's official Hyundai headquarters
11: 93.3 WMMR They rock guys of everybody everything that rocks 93.3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. You
4: make every morning here so much brighter. <laughs>
11: now, here's your money clip keyword.
0: Ah, uh, the situation drives us into the Preston and Steve money clip, and we have a chance for you to win $500. The keyword you need is social. S-O-C-I-A-L. we back in the uh, bar days. I would be going social. <laughs> yeah. All right. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that. Via text to the special contest short code which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you just enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. So once again, the word is social. And that person who does get the call, uh, who does win, who is chosen randomly, will get the call from Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it's sponsored by Hyundai City. So again, the word Social. Enter it now. Now.
1: (laughs) WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Hey, there's his pitch again. There
0: we go. All right, so brought to you by Horizon. Get your air conditioning ready for warmer weather. Book Horizon's complete. 21 point AC tune up now for $59. Plus, you can get up to a pound of refrigerant for free if your system needs it. Horizonservices.com. A back and forth between next door neighbors is now spilling over to the rest of a Colorado neighborhood. Four blow up human dolls and a blow up llama doll were hung from tree branches in the neighborhood over the weekend. Neighbors are taking issue with the dolls hanging in plain sight. Sending a
3: message to the llama? uh,
0: Neighbor Rhonda Valdez said, it is offensive to me, it's offensive to my neighbors, it's degrading, it's disgusting, (laughs) and it needs to come down. These
3: are sex dolls.
0: The dolls hang over the property of the man who owns them. The video footage shows one tree being on on his neighbor's property. The dolls, intended to be little more than gag gifts, are not anatomically correct, but they do look like sex dolls. Uh, And according to Andy Halder, a neighbor said my grandson the other day pointed it out to me. (laughs) And he said, you know, you just don't like to have to explain that thing. (laughs) Uh, The two neighbors directly involved have apparently had disagreements over the years about everything from tree limbs to cars parked in the backyard. Uh, They both said off camera. Uh, When asked why he displayed the dolls, the homeowner responded, that's all I could get. (laughs) They didn't have any more. They ran out. The homeowner said that it is within his rights to keep the dolls up, and that's what he plans to do. Both homeowners said uh, police came back on Monday to try to settle the issue. Police said there is no criminal or ordinance violation, and like some holiday decorations that are put up, not everyone agrees with the display. Mm -hmm. A man who police saw strolling naked in the morning on a South Carolina street told officers that he was doing the, quote, walk of shame as penance for cheating on his wife. Investigators say that Michael Boatman was spotted by a sheriff's deputy around 1.10 a.m. as he walked on the street with, quote, just a clear bag over his genitals. (laughs) (laughs) And a blunt in his hand.
3: Wow, that's not what I would think of. The walk of shame is usually you're holding your shoes and your mascara is running a little bit. Correct. Boatman,
0: one one cop reported, explained that he was doing a walk of shame, which he needed to complete for his wife. A second officer noted that Boatman said that he had cheated on his wife and was doing the walk of shame. Boatman also reportedly referenced Adam and Eve from the Bible, stating Mm. that he was willing to go to jail for his actions. Uh, deputies noted that, uh, Boatman admitted to earlier taking meth. Oh. Well, While being questioned by police, Boatman allegedly sought to run away from deputies, but he was taken to the ground and handcuffed after being placed in the squad car. Boatman said that he would try to escape from jail and asked a deputy to shoot him if he would.
3: What kind of bag was over his genitals, by the way? Was it a sandwich bag or like a larger?
0: I don't, it was clear. That's okay. all that I know. Yeah. I don't know what the size of it was, but I, I hope that it was a, a small sandwich bag. <laughs> Wouldn't that be <laughs> the best? Perfect. A boatman was charged with uh, indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, and possession as well. Improper use of a sandwich bag. A man in Beijing who said he pulled a misguided April Fool's Day prank on a doctor by writing a blackmail letter demanding $123,000 was sentenced to three and a half years in jail for the poor decision. The man, identified only by his family name Wu, was accompanied by his wife, who is a doctor. Wu! <laughs> On a night shift on April 1st, 2019, when he decided to pull the prank on the chief of the neurology department of the hospital, identified only by his surname, which is Zhang. That night, Wu pretended to be with the military and wrote a letter demanding that Zhang place uh, money in a flower bed at a nearby bus stop before noon on April 3rd, or
3: he would kill the chief's two sons. That's very funny. Uh, that's, that's a great hilarious. joke. That's a great joke. How the guy didn't see through it, I don't know. And it's not like someone who was actually intending on doing that and wanted to do that might not use the the the, uh, the, the deflection that it was a joke right. to get out of the uh, charges. He also threatened Zhang so he would not call the police. Uh-huh.
0: Wu then put the letter under Zhang's computer keyboard and went to the bus stop where he stayed until 11 a.m. At the same time, the neurology doctor found the letter he called the police. Uh, Don't you have a sense of humor? Wu turned himself into the police after his wife told him the doctor was being blackmailed. Uh, Wu said that he was only pulling an April Fool's Day prank, uh, <laughs> but the court was unsympathetic to that excuse, pointing out that pretending to be a soldier. And threatening the lives of others constituted the crime of extortion. I wonder how much
3: time, how many times the April Fool's deflection has been used.
0: Uh, Wu received a slightly lesser punishment because he did not ever possess Zhang's property, and he, after he turned himself in, and, and uh, he was sentenced to three and a half years of jail. I was unaware that in China they
4: observe. I was thinking the same thing. April Fool's I Day. I thought it was an American. Thing. I did too. Yeah. So I didn't know it was wh-
3: where is the uh, where are the origins of April Fool's Day?
4: That's I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Don't really know. If I it's the Forbidden
3: City, I'll freak out.
0: The Charles County Sheriff's Office in Maryland says they're investigating after a driver plowed into a Taco Bell on Wednesday night. Authorities say the trouble started when someone in the suspect's vehicle started an argument with an employee working the drive through window. Then the would-be customer allegedly exited the vehicle, assaulted the employee, got back inside the car. From there, the car drove around to the front of the restaurant before the driver reversed and then fo- drove forward knocking a few people down, and then shattering the glass entrance of the restaurant. A video of the whole incident is on Twitter, where it got over 100,000 views. Authorities responded to the restaurant, where two people were treated by emergency personnel, and one person was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say they located the suspect, uh, suspected assailant's car to a nearby house, but they're still trying to identify the driver and anyone else who may have been in
3: the car. Casey, and then, uh, Taco Bell's your favorite. Would you ever drive into the uh, front window of a Taco Bell? No, bar? I would never. Okay. Well, how never. about Burger King? Because a drive
0: through no. order turned violent when a woman opened fire what? into a Memphis Burger King. The police said it all started when a woman got angry about how long she was waiting for her food at Burger King. The woman was in the drive through line when she got out of her car, walked up to the window, and started arguing with a Burger King employee. This is just surveillance. ridiculous. Surveillance... Surveillance video showed the woman pull out a black handgun from her car, lean into the drive-through window, and then she started opening oh my fire. God, I know. Uh, luckily, none of the employees were hit, and the workers took off running through a back door. Uh, police are asking that if you know who this woman is or anything about the crime, to please call them. And there you go, your bizarre file for the day. Uh, Nick, would you find out about uh, April Fool's Day?
4: It's not f- from the Forbidden City, Steve, but <laughs> it did start uh, possibly with Chaucer in uh, the Middle Ages in England. Uh, he made a joke about it being the 32nd of March. Ah, and, uh, he was, was actually he was a very funny guy. Yeah, Chaucer was... <laughs> he once drove his uh, his uh, wagon into the front of a fast food place. Yeah, he was a side splitter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then there were some jokes associated with that, and then it, it evolved into uh, an English uh, quote-unquote holiday. But the only place where it's officially celebrated as a holiday... Ukraine. Uh, wow. Interesting. But that it made its way all the way over to it, it's yeah. it, it obviously
3: observed by this imbecile in uh, China. Now it's a worldwide thing. Yeah. It goes on to say uh, Nordic
0: countries, Israel, Ukraine, Lebanon, Spanish speaking countries. We so, call oh, it Geert in Harbin. Yeah. Uh, uh, in the Nordic countries. Yes. I did not know that. Girton <laughs> <Gertenharben. laughs> All right. Harbin. Uh, all right. So you have about five minutes left uh, to get the word social to us for the press and deceive money clip cash giveaway for $500. So the word is social, S-O-C-I-A-L, and you can do that through our special contest short code, 45911, or if you want to win the 10 grand as a possible uh, grand prize, you enter it via the MMR app or at wmmr.com. So again, one last time, the word social. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, coming up a little bit later on, Andy Dick, uh, Topher Grace, and another shot at winning money if you don't win this time around. We'll be back in a second. Stay
1: with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Steven's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at IHate or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest free financing. It's so easy. steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHate
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
0: Hey, we have a chance for you to win a Preston Steve-themed tattoo. Uh, You just text word tattoo to 39333 and you might win a $350 gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing. So get set for that. Uh, Nick always pulls up this um, uh, from today's world uh, article or it's a Wikipedia page. And on the cover today says, did you, there's a section that says, did you know, dot, 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 and then it's just got random things.
3: Right, I love stuff like that.
0: Now this one says, did you know that Carter Hart is the youngest goaltender in Philadelphia Flyers history to record a shutout, doing so at the age of 21 years and 57 days. That's cool, he's featured on the front there, Yeah, man. you know,
4: and, and normally I would think, well, you know, it's uh, the uh, algorithm is, um based on us because we're we're in Philadelphia and we I've looked up flyer stuff on this but Wikipedia doesn't do that type of right. thing they they you know it's not like Google or Instagram or whatever it's the people's encyclopedia it is but i mean the, like this is a random fact that they put about carter hart on their front page which is I like cool it.
0: uh flyers are playing tonight yes. I, I haven't checked this is uh I don't know who's who's in the net tonight. Probably
4: Carter Hart because Brian Elliott got the start last night, and the Flyers game is on
0: MMR tonight. It is, and therefore we are only going to have, instead of uh, seven chances uh, to win with our Preston and Steve money clip, uh, it's going to be six because we're going to be airing the game, and it would normally run in that time. Eight o'clock is the last time we do it, so just a heads up on that. That you know what that means? No. We get to split
3: that remaining $500.
0: bucks. i am really yeah, happy yeah. Uh-huh. about that, too. Which is <laughs> we each get $100. Bucks. Yep. Nice. And, uh, well, Marissa, too, so we got to oh, okay. you know, oh, divvy man. it up a little bit. No, she, she, she
3: deserves she, she has, She's an integral part of the show. Of course she is. Uh, so,
0: I'm going to double back to a story we had in the Bizarre File. It was the one I led with where uh these neighbors are having some kind of a feud that's been going on for years in this particular neighborhood and a guy decided to hang up sex dolls in his tree yeah uh just to piss off the neighbors next door and essentially he's pissed off the entire neighborhood because he's doing that um but as we were off air Steve you started telling me about a a, a series that's on Discovery Plus uh,
3: yeah so i've taken the deep dive into Discovery Plus as you I, my 400 mentions of it in the past couple of days should indicate to you how much is available there and it's it's well worth it and i came across this show called Fear Thy Neighbor Preston and I'm watching um it is, I love the true crime stuff and so this is the series was on in 2014 and for a couple of years and there are a number of different I mean, there's just tons of episodes and so I'm going through the episodes and I'm like wait a second this is like exactly that Samuel L. Jackson movie where he's the the cop living next door to the people. Yeah, what was that called? Lakeview Terrace. Yeah, Lakeview. Yeah. That's right. right. So, and I'm like, this is this has got to be where they got it from because this is exactly what's going on. And um, Jesus, I mean, and what you're talking about the, the, like, these flashpoints. The simplest little thing starts these things in motion, yeah. and 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 then it it progresses to. Fences going up and ugly things on the front lawn and and high intensity lights, security and, cameras, and tarps trying to cover things and and as you watch each of these episodes, now I'm going to say this, you know, in, in and hear, and where we are right now in in, in Maneri, great neighbors, quali- where you look forward to, hey, they're out, I'm going to go out and say hi, yeah, such a great quality of life. It is the absolute converse situation when you have neighbors that are. And, and I've had them, you know, years past where um you are like a prisoner. You know, uh-huh. you, you oh, oh so and so's on their lawn. I don't want to go out. And it's like it becomes this thing, this 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 tense sort of stuff. And this show really highlights how insane people get. Yeah, I'm lucky I, I, I haven't I mean, listen,
0: there there are some people I really don't want to encounter that yeah. live in the neighborhood <laughs> and that's fine or whatever, but there's nobody that I have a hardcore beef with I mean I to where it gets personal yeah.
3: and public and all that and stuff and and you just like ah, oh, you look through the window and they're out there and you and you don't like it i for for years again Manny and and our neighbors now we've been surrounded by people we love seeing so to see and to be reminded of years past and also to mm-hmm. see what these people have gone through <laughs> where people go off the i mean yeah, a go feud. off like a feud and then you you'll watch there's one episode and, you know, you're watching it progress nine years late, nine years
10: oh when the person oh, wow.
3: moves out. I'm like, good Lord, <laughs> you robbed a decade of your life
2: living in misery. Yep. Yeah, we've always had uh, pretty good neighbors. Especially, I mean, where I live now, but I mean, even growing up, we really never had like too much of a you yeah. know, a riff with somebody. But uh, So it's a, a friend of a friend, um, but they they hate their neighbors so much and the neighbors hate them so much that it's become a building war. They're, they're building on their properties to block each other. Right. Wow. So one person built a, uh, one person has a little more money than the other. So uh, they put up, the, the, the people put up a, like this beautiful fence, but it was like complete privacy fence. And I guess it it went over the fence that the other couple had, okay? Yeah. So then yeah. the couple, wait, so then the couple puts a shed up, right? <laughs> but it goes over the privacy fence, like like the roof, can come over the privacy fence. The couple with the money doesn't want to be able to see the roof of their shed when they're sitting at their pool, so they built a pool house that over so that covers where where the shed is. And I mean, it's literally right on the other side of the fence. Like it's mm-hmm. like it just keeps building and going up.
3: Kathy, that scenario is replicated I, I mean i watched like <laughs> 30 of these episodes that scenario of fences going in one case a guy took basically like planks like regular untreated lumber like you get from home depot and, and purposefully built the ugliest dividing fence <laughs> between he and his neighbors and he also pressed in this particular episode ends where he had built like a a um sort of like a chute uh, ultimately, his plan was to, when his, he pissed off his neighbor enough, the neighbor would come over, go down the chute to the door to knock on it, and he
6: was there with his shotgun. Oh. like And shot what? him,
3: killed him. Like, I mean, what? this is this is how deranged. Yeah. I mean, oh, you man. know,
6: to that level. I don't think I would ever be able to let it get to that level. I would just have to, like, at a certain point, maybe tap out. And go. All right, you, you know, you, you you either move yeah. or you win or yeah. or whatever. But what yeah, happens? but there is no you
0: win, oh, is the, there? The, you know, the, no. that
3: point is made time and time again in these yeah. scenarios. The, like the many times, people just go, forget it. Let's go make. Let's just do this. Yeah. And you can't. You there's can't. something there yeah. that is just driving it.
2: Wasn't there something, Marissa, with your parents and their neighbors, a tree or or something oh, like that yeah, growing up?
3: Yeah.
0: They cut down the wrong tree or something like that? No,
2: No, it was they didn't like that Mm. we didn't
13: upkeep the tree well enough.
0: Because it hung over to their property, right? uh,
13: Yes, yeah, because it was, you know, in the suburbs where it was just kind of like lots of trees. And I don't know, one was like dying and we just, I guess, didn't take care of it well (laughs) enough. And then they built like shrubbery. To block the tree that we—that's
4: yeah—that's a common occurrence, Maurice. Like uh, you know, uh, not enough lawn care on one side pisses off the neighbor on the other side, or tree care gets expensive, and you have a, a, a tree that needs to be maintained, but but all the droppings end up in the uh, neighbor's yard. My parents and their neighbors growing up uh, when I was a kid, uh, they they hated each other, and it was really yeah. And the neighbors on the one side, Steve, were ideal friends yeah. friends to this day. On the other side, it was just people that they could not stand. And there's like. PTSD associated with it. They'll t- still tell stories about them and the drama. Was, yeah, and it's just one of these things where you're like, man, it. it you wouldn't want to walk past their house. You wouldn't want to encounter them. They at were all. nasty it, people. They were, and when they would come out, case in, and in like into the driveway, you would you would go back inside because you didn't want to deal with them at all. It's just like you didn't want to encounter them because you knew huh. that it would lead to some type of interaction that would ruin your day.
13: Yeah, uh, I'm actually experiencing this right now. I have new neighbors. What? Um, that have moved into my building. I, I actually have not really seen them in the building. We have not crossed paths in the hallway. And of course, everybody's being, you know, hypersensitive about. Same floor? Yep. Okay. And nobody wants to share space. Um, they have a dog that they let go right up to the door and the dog yaps. Oh,
8: boy.
0: All right, up, up to their own door,
13: yeah. So, uh, in their apartment layout, it has a really long hallway, and mm-hmm. they could maybe keep the dog away from the front door a little bit because the dog hears people going to the trash room or hears right. people going Here's to the people elevator. going by, Wigs out. Oh, they yeah. could
3: buffer it a little bit. <clears throat>
13: so, I considered. Kill him, ordering, kill no. the dog. oh, well, yeah. well, I was thinking, <laughs> the like Seinfeld thing of like yeah. putting a sliced meat under the door. <laughs> send <laughs> send it the it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
10: Um,
13: I was thinking about ordering a doggie and just sending it to them,
0: uh, like well, anonymously.
13: Well, I know how, about,
0: how about talking to management of the building first?
13: yeah then it just becomes an email that goes out to the whole building and I, I don't want to even...
3: try that they first. might be
13: renters and they might not even see that email
10: you
3: you so here's the deal <laughs> my, one thing my... I've learned I can give you some very salient <laughs> advice from watching fear thy neighbor. Nothing works <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean everything present, so my inclination would be to say hey listen i I'm a dog lover too the dog is is right up against the door and sometimes is yapping." It's an issue. I I get it. Listen, you know, we all have our things. Is there any way to sort of just buffer that a little bit? I'd appreciate it if if you can make that effort. So yeah. many times, that sort of very benign thing, as you see in all these Sounds episodes, like a good idea, doesn't it? Is, is, met, <laughs> is like you, you, the door closes and you the, oh
8: it's on right, right. and
3: and it it becomes yeah. this thing. So yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how people read. I was telling you one story, Preston, just involved a guy was had a heavy truck tire on his front lawn leaning against a fence of his neighbor's, his neighbor's fence, a divider between them. And he was bending the fence a little bit. He just said, it looks like the fence is going to break. Could you move this bizarre truck tire that you love on your front lawn? And he was very kind about it. Uh That was it. Off and running. No, that's all. It it, it ended with with blaring lights, (laughs) running bird sounds all night long.
0: Here's a text that says, uh, "My neighbor kills animals at 4:30 in the morning. He bludgeons them, shoots them with a pellet gun. He held one to a bag, one in a bag to a tailpipe, and we found pellet shot in the side of our shed." Jesus, I don't know what kind of animals he's killing. Where is uh,
6: this? What county?
0: uh it doesn't say case
6: it doesn't sound very delco
0: uh oh it doesn't no what does it sound like
6: uh, to me i'm i'm thinking more rural okay right so maybe chester county maybe burlington county i don't know uh if they can let us know I, i'm very very curious okay. uh <laughs>
0: let me go to some calls i'm gonna go to nicole hi nicole good morning good
14: morning guys good morning, good morning. It.
0: what's up nicole
14: Well, I used to work for a county in western Pennsylvania, and part of my job there was to take uh, private criminal complaints. So, like, neighbors all the time would call the cops on each other over and over. Cops would show up, say, yeah, there's no crime here. You guys are just annoying each other. We're not filing any charges. Then the neighbors, who were always crazy, 100 percent of the time, would show up at, like, a district court and, like, try to file a private criminal complaint. Basically, hey, the cops said no to this, but charge them anyway. The best part was when they would, like, both both sides of the dispute would show up on the same day. And they'd start screaming at each other right there in, like, the waiting room. And I'd have to be like, guys, I, you know, I can't – not yeah, it's a no. And we always said no. 100% of the time, we said no.
3: Wow. So, Nicole, let me ask you, because it occurs to me, a lot of these cases, there's at least a little bit of ownership on both sides. Now, there could yeah. be somebody who's off the charts crazy, but if both sides could just meet somewhere, it might <laughs> mitigate it. But it never seems to happen.
14: Yeah, no, it never <laughs> seems to happen. Because cause by, by the time they get to that point, there's been so much back and forth, so much tit for tat nobody wants to give cuz everybody feels injured
10: by that yeah yeah
14: yeah everybody feels like hey you know it's my place to live i've been living here for however long oh my god it there's there's nothing more contentious nobody wants to deal with that stuff yeah. that's why we had to rotate days dealing with it
3: there was one story on <laughs> on this uh series preston where somebody the neighbors umbrella Thanks, lifts off their bar, their patio picnic table mm-hmm. the umbrella goes up it's in it's in las vegas so the houses are built like paper mache anyway and the 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 pole that goes through the kitchen roof of the house next door yes. the woman's oh my god i can't I'm, I'll cover everything we'll take care of the 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 car we'll take, do the whole deal that's not enough. This sets the neighbor off woman living by herself she's calling up the woman is a teacher works as a teacher is saying that the the she's selling drugs to her students i mean oh my like god. and then you find out this woman is this crazy woman is wealthy, and her mo is every house she neighborhood she moves into. She does this with her neighbors. Oh, really? Like she gets off on being, I mean, like a bomb thrower. You got a mental problem. I mean, you don't yeah. listen. You can't. You know, like they say, the old what is the old adage? Tall fences make <laughs> good fences make good neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true. By the way,
0: uh, the person living in the house uh, li- has the neighbor that's killing the animals, bludgeoning them, yeah. shooting them with pellet guns, holding them up the tailpipes. Media, Delaware County.
10: Oh.
3: sorry, Casey.
6: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's surprising. I mean, even in Media, Delco. Wow, that's okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right,
7: county <laughs> seat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um.
6: Yeah. The, the the
0: the the crazy neighbor can make you a uh, a prisoner uh, in your own home, and it's like, ma'am, what do you do? You, 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 uh, what do you do? You going to move?
3: <laughs> and can you move? You know. Well, you can't. I know there somebody... are a couple of things. I would say this: the things that you, the telltale signs, the, the as Kathy said, the extra walls going up, <laughs> the the uh, the surveillance cameras, but the, the bright lights. The, a lot of times you see yeah. them. They'll put bright lights and shine them on their neighbors' homes and And that's in virtually every every other episode of this series, the neighbors get powerful lights
6: and shine them into the bedrooms of their enemy neighbors. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible man uh press, I know somebody that moved their neighbors that they moved from were terrible right yeah. um, and then uh where they moved, the neighbors are terrible oh and so no. they they move from is there one any way the
3: next. is it is there any way? Again, I, I I'm coming from a place of being blessed. My neighbors have been extraordinary and and, and continue to be right. Um, and and, and uh, but how do you how do you find out about that? How do you vet? You can't. You can't. You, you can't no, legally. There's, there's no this. way you can't to go. find out. Are you insane? By the way, hiya. We think about moving in next door. Yeah, we. Do you kill animals at your tailpipe? Our old
0: next door neighbors were terrible. They now we didn't get in a feud with them or yeah. anything like that, but they were just odd and they didn't upkeep their property and it was just weird and we didn't like having them as neighbors and then the house set has sat dormant for over five years oh my god and the the grass all overgrown everything but when when the house was bought we're like we're like please (laughs) please 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 give us good neighbors this time around and they're great and we love them to death so uh you know but but your your hand wringing sweating oh please. my god please, please be good neighbors please,
3: because it can make your life yeah miserable well in the in the one case the the lakeview terrace real story in this series oh, oh a police officer's moved in yeah it's gonna make the neighborhood yeah, safe right all right let me go to
0: let me go to this jen is speaking to what you were just talking about here a second ago hi jen good morning hi hey what's
12: up jen so we, my husband and I have three kids. They're bigger now, but when they were smaller, um, the house we lived in out in um, southwestern Chester County, our neighbors next door to us were terrible. Uh, they had the um, motion floodlights and they were super bright and they pointed them right into, it was my bedroom and oh, then I'm my sorry. daughter's room who was like six, seven months old at the time. And they sent set the sensitivity as sensitive as you possibly could so yeah. at 2 a.m when like a mosquito would fly by the the light <laughs> it was daylight in my daughter's room and i'm a nurse and worked all kinds of odd shifts so my sleep was you know precious to begin with and then you know at 1 30 3 30 5 o'clock whatever in the morning it was like daylight in my room it was terrible then we planted um arborvitae trees yeah. between they between the really seats. tall yeah yeah just to try to to not put a <laughs> fence up and just you know, whatever they poured bleach at the base of the what? trees, it was like
0: $6, they killed 000. your trees. Oh yeah. oh <laughs> uh, I'm sorry,
12: Jen. What what kicked all this off? So my boys, that are 13 months apart, and at the time would play out back, and I mean, they they were like six and seven. They were loud, and she, the wife, was a stay-at-home wife and would complain that they were too loud, that they were unruly, and I mean. They're not. uh, They were never unruly. kids. They're just being kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She called the state police because we live used to live in state police territory. She called the state police and said that my kids were trespassing because they cut through her yard to the bus stop one day. I mean, it was hard. We ended up we ended up moving. (laughs) Uh, So so you guys tapped out. Yeah, we we had to.
6: Okay, where were you? Where was this and where did you move to?
12: So we were out in Oxford, and we ended up moving uh, to Downingtown. And, and my husband, who was a former police officer, was like, we're either going to move or I'm going to end up in jail. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so okay. then what, what type, as per uh, what Steve was saying a moment ago, what type of precaution did you do to ensure that you didn't have crazy neighbors in the next place you moved?
12: <laughs> Anything? Well, we really couldn't. But my husband has now is like when we moved into our new house, he said we're not getting to know any of our neighbors. I we can wave and say hi, and yeah. that is it. We live in our house; they live in theirs. I don't want to be friends. That's it.
0: And is that the way you've lived your lives? Pretty much, yeah. Well, wow. wow. and that's too bad. Yeah,
3: you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it can be a joy All when, right, you're, thanks, when you when you when you get along, and I mean, like. All around, all good, and all. We all kind of look out for each other in the homes. And and it's, it's a, it's a, a, on a sunny day when you go out, you have a little conversation. It's, it's wonderful to, to, to have to kind of peer out the window before you go out because you're, oh, is this dickhead going to be out there? Yeah. There's no way to live. My neighbor is so,
6: he is just the best. Like, and and the guy across the street, like Joe and Mike, like they are the best. Like, Joe's got a pool in his backyard. And he goes, dude, if the, if the fence is open, just you don't even have yeah. to ask. Just go swimming in the pool. It's it's totally fine. If the fence is open. That means you can go in the pool. Had a shed delivered. And they come over. They help dig out the base and like build the base and everything. Yeah. And then Mike comes over a little bit later because he was golfing when we were doing it. He goes, hey, you want me to get my truck and we can take all this stuff down to the dump? And I was like, nah, you don't have He's like, come on, let's do it. We're going to do this now. So he loaded up his truck and, and brought it all to the dump and then I, you know, and I felt terrible about it. He goes, let's go back and get the rest. Right. So I was like, okay. And then we put it in the back of the truck and he goes, I got you wanna to this. kill some animals. He goes, no. <laughs> yeah, you go? I got a pellet gun. You want to go shoot some squirrel? Uh, you know, and I don't need, like, I didn't even ask them. They asked me, yeah. they're like, what no. can we do
3: it's to help you? Tremendous. Was, yes. Yes. That's the way it should be. Not like, uh, you know, exactly. Hey, the your, other your, your kids are playing. Let me go to Lauren.
0: Hi, Lauren. You're on the air. Good morning morning what's up lauren
15: how are you
0: great here it says you're a 911 dispatcher yeah so you've heard this a thousand times
15: oh yeah i've had everything from the neighbor put the flower pot too close to their property (laughs) the neighbor was having construction done at 11 o'clock in the morning and it was bothering them i even had a lady call saying that Her child, this woman's child was standing too close to her and was not six feet apart. Meanwhile, the child was two years old.
3: Two years old. So, so do you get, when you're working, do you get it, are you guaranteed to get a complaining neighbor call at least once?
15: Um, I can get, we usually get about 10 to 20 in a shift.
3: Wow. Wow. Wow.
15: Yeah.
3: Uh, Yeah. And what's what's I mean, obviously, it can go crazy where people are are like actually killing each other. But I mean, when you're talking about flower pots and and that sort of (laughs) stuff, what what's the most ridiculous you ever heard? Was the flower pot it?
15: No, the most ridiculous was next door neighbor walked in to the neighbor's house because he didn't have any clothes clean. So he went to the neighbor's house, took their clothes left his old clothes in their bathroom, and walked
4: out. No. them What? <laughs> he took them. Yeah. That's just crazy. I <laughs> mean, that's <you> know, <laughs> kind of ingenious. <laughs> oh, on. You know, yeah.
2: Come money. on. Come uh, on. I it like when to I went that. into my neighbor's house just because I wanted to see what it looked like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after drunk day. Well, because the guy um, went in, we had
15: to tone it out like it was a breaking and entering. Yes, yes, that is what it's all. a home like, invasion. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I I was like, hey, I need new underwear and new clothes, so I. That's
3: what stores on.
0: are
4: for. There's some next door. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> some people take it to extremes. I'm going to go to Mary Lou. Good morning, Mary Lou. Good
4: morning. How what? are you guys? Good.
0: What's I'm, up?
15: I'm Mary Lou. That they that my parents let the crazy stalker in in my house. That's I'm the same one. So part two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So my father killed the neighbor's dog across the street. Oh my your
0: God. father oh. killed the neighbor's dog across the street. Yeah, he,
15: he, the dog barked and barked, and he kept my dad up. Okay,
0: and- hang hang on a second because oh, yeah. I do I do remember your story. Yeah. your your dad let in the the stalker into your house, Crazy. right?
15: Yeah, from the yeah. skating rink, he followed are, me. He yeah,
0: I remember and, uh, this. Okay, yeah. all right. And now your father is killing the neighborhood pets.
15: Yeah, he's got this mentality where, you know, dogs are down here and humans are up here. He just doesn't care. So he tried to reason with the neighbor, but, so, you know, he took matters into his own hands. Okay. And an yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: the dog was too loud for your dad's yeah. liking. So what did he oh, do? My dog. right. What right. did he do?
15: He gave him uh, poisoned meat. <gasps> and as an adult, I asked him, you know, I thought he was just kidding, you know, oh but he God. wasn't. And he said he put antifreeze in the meat. And I'm like, okay.
4: Oh, my God. How long ago he was this? Not- when did the- Mary Lou, when did this happen?
15: Okay, I probably, I was around 12, so it was, I don't know, I'm 57 now. So, yeah, that many years ago, but wow.
3: Is your dad still alive?
0: My dad is still
3: alive. Yes. What prison is he in? <laughs> yeah, he's insane. Yeah, Mary Lou. he's certifiably insane. He let he lets in strangers who are uh, coming to attack you, and he's murdering the neighborhood animals.
15: Apparently, uh, you know, as I was listening to Jen and her ch- about her two boys, and I'm thinking, wow. Yeah, <laughs> like, there weren't kids across? They would have the
6: had yeah. ant- <laughs> antifreeze ice cream cones. <laughs> wow. Uh... Do-, do you think your dad's an a-hole? Um, not real. I mean.
15: At times. <laughs> At
4: times. I mean, a-hole. I don't know. Yeah, he is is the answer. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I bet you this happens more than you guys think. You just not hear, like, people aren't going to publicly talk about it. Right. I guarantee you there have been other animals oh. that have pissed off family oh, sure. members, and this has happened. Yeah, yeah. I
15: definitely. Listen. Back to Maniscalco about his father. Hello. Oh my God. He's I didn't see that
0: part of. of his routine. Interesting. All right. Thank you, Mary Lou. Uh, okay. Uh,
3: remember this: that it's the owners; it's their responsibility. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, the the dogs sometimes bark.
0: Uh, I will go <laughs> next to Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning.
5: Hey. Good morning. Um, I definitely had the neighbors from hell. In fact, it was Delco, and it was Upper Chai. Um, yeah, I live there. <laughs> yeah. I remember Upper shy. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, And and I won't tell you that story, but I will tell you how I vetted. But I'll start with just some of the things that they did. It included uh, SWAT team. It included slash tires, included child and youth services. And the ending story is when they stole the electric meter out of our house on uh, Christmas Eve. So that was just a... They
3: stole your electric meter out of the house?
5: Oh, absolutely, and I'll, and and. But let me tell you how I how I vetted the 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 new neighbors is that I went through the process of.
0: All right. hold on. One, question, question. Though, Mike, did did new neighbors move in, or did you move to a new neighborhood? Yeah, no, no, no.
5: I had to move. We had. To you move had them. to move,
0: and you moved because of that neighbor. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So you're you're looking in a new location. How did you check in to make sure you don't have psychos living next door?
5: So what I did was, you know, we we, we, we this was uh, probably two years ago, two or three years ago, and, and put the offer on a house. And obviously, you have that time of, you know, is the offer going to be accepted or whatever. And what I did was just went onto the uh, the county website. Uh, you can you can find out who owns what property, um, you know, next to you, across the street, et cetera. You look them up on LinkedIn. You look them up on Facebook, and you just try to gauge are they are they normal. You know, yeah. are, they, are they going? You know, do they have a family? Are they normal? I um, mean, you make educated guesses, and and honestly, it just it worked perfectly. So you so, you, you
3: you accessed publicly available information and and right. just kind of did your due diligence. I wonder. So there, every town has their sort of facebook page where yeah. everyone gets on right and i think that's so you're doing something that is available and you make an educated guess you don't want to make presumptions about people but but you yeah. also right if you if you notice that they really love nazi regalia oh you God. probably don't want to move in next
6: H- year. hey mike um did you feel bad selling your house to whoever you sold it to knowing Ooh, who they were question.
5: getting so if you, so literally um when the house was for sale We got so lucky that um, all the showings were in the evenings. They literally had a sign in between our property and theirs that said, you know, don't be, don't be, uh, don't be worried about the dogs worry about the owner with a gun uh pointing uh towards our house and um and and what i would do was i would park our cars and our trash cans so that wasn't visible when our showings were going on and Um, listen
0: i guess it becomes just survival mode and maybe do you have a tinge of guilt for whoever moved in Um, next
1: door
5: no um <laughs> no you know um yes and no I mean, I,
0: I understand
5: <laughs> yeah you know it's 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 I did everything I did to to repair the situation and it obviously did not work You you uh,
3: the, the the people who bought your home could have been exactly the neighbors those people were waiting for like they they could be best buds right now and and sharing their their uh their their
6: uh yeah. horrible stories Do you know how it's working out over there now
5: yeah, you know, it's it's um, everyone, it, you know, it, it, unfortunately, the street became from a community to uh, mind your own business, you know, to, so uh, there's there's definitely less interaction. Um, the house was, you know, just a, a trouble house in reference. I mean, when you have a SWAT team show up for yeah. uh, arresting someone, you know, you know that it's just yeah. bad news. But, yeah. um,
0: Mike, do you so- ever drive by for old time's sake? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you know, we we're we're really good friends with our other neighbors and, and we visit them often, so it's just oh. one of those things out of sight, out of mind.
0: And do you hear stories uh from them?
5: Um things have bubbled up but not to the I you know, they got <laughs> they finally got smart on their end and, and realized they can't be as stupid as they were. Jesus. Uh, okay. You know, beforehand.
0: All right, thanks, Mike. I appreciate yep. it. Glad you got out, though, man. Yeah, same
5: here. Steve,
0: it reminds me of him selling the house. It's an okay movie. It's Richard Pryor called Moving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that and movie. And so yeah. next door to him is Randy Quaid, and he's the the, the just the nightmare neighbor that yeah. you don't want. And they're trying to sell the house. And at some point, Randy Quaid comes over to the home, and there's prospective buyers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh no. no, no. Oh, no. But he comes over, he's really sweet, he's really nice, he wore a suit, he brings (laughs) over a a cake and everything, and after the the other people leave, he's like, what are you doing? And Randy Quaid's go, he, he just goes... You people bore me. (laughs) I want some new blood in here. He's just (laughs) setting them up for the
3: new neighbors to just terrorize (laughs) them. It's like in Funny Farm. They must. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The same way. These
0: these nightmare neighbors, maybe it's sport for them. For some, not all of them, but maybe some of them, it's
3: a little bit of sport, you know? So in Fear Thy Neighbor, there are a number of people, and these are all based on true stories, uh, that that are like that. There also, there was one guy, Preston, who had lost his job, um, and uh, he, he had nowhere to direct it. By the time they got into his house, he and his wife were sitting in a, like, a hoarder situation. He had all sorts of security cameras trained at the neighbor's house that they had no idea about. In front of them, right in front of the TV, was a huge, like, something you would store, like, pillows and comforters in filled with crap <laughs> kitty litter
2: oh, oh my god uh, you
3: know and they were taking in like feral cats and they were they, the yard was in disarray and they just descended into madness wow
0: uh let's go over to george here we're gonna have to wrap this up in a moment though but hi george you're on the air good morning hey man good morning hey what's up bud not a whole
16: lot down here in florida Kathy romano i missed you when you were in west palm beach oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in fla well thanks for listening there man are you from this area hey, Absolutely,
16: born, raised, and love it. All Thank right. God for iHeartRadio. Oh, and you guys, very nice. We appreciate it. Thank All you. Right, so
0: this I uh, want a this shirt I
16: gotta get a t-shirt. <laughs> no shad, bro. I got one hey. for you.
0: All right. Hey, listen. So so this neighborhood issue that you had, did it happen down there or up this way?
16: Yeah. No, it's here. It's here. It's still going on. Uh-huh. I uh, I rent my property uh, for five years. I live about a half mile from the beach. Not to rub it in, but uh... <laughs> i live about a half mile from the beach. And um, recently she found out I'm the only renter in the complex. So she started at the annual board meeting. Um, renters aren't allowed to be here. Nobody checked with me. You know, just crazy stuff. And we all said, you know, you've known it for five years. I live across the street from an elementary school. So she decided she was going to get a lawn chair and pitch it up there with a sign that says, uh, renters not allowed at the elementary school. Then she, um, I ended up getting a restraining order against her, huh. uh, because yeah, because she kept saying and doing the same exact thing all over again. So her latest thing is to uh, to uh, threaten to poison the dog. So that's oh, why the judge granted everything. On? What's it the poisoning of the dog? <laughs> yeah? Case? yeah, but I was just saying with the lady before. You know, who who kills a dog? Um, but she's been acting kind of crazy ever since, and she's been starting to throw stuff over the lawn. And when she went in front of the judge, the judge asked her what he did or she did. She admitted to. Putting stuff in the mailbox and going over the fence, and when the judge asked her what what she wanted to happen, she said, "We just want to shake hands and make up." So, Uh, nuts is nuts. She's uh, she's out of her mind, but it's it's been a terror. I mean, there's nothing nothing you have nothing you can do.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're living in Florida, (laughs) but but you're half a mile from the beach, so that's
16: cool. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, thanks for checking in, man. We appreciate (laughs) it.
16: All right. Later. All right.
3: We'll see. Jesus Christ! Wow
0: um hang on we got a bunch of people that have been on hold for a while uh i will go to let me go to uh tim here real quick hi tim you're on the air good morning
17: hey how you doing guys good what's up bad hey so uh i had a, a neighbor like three or four years ago we were living in a crappy little apartment complex when me and my wife first got together I uh, had my stepson, and we had just had uh, our first child together. He was at the time he was maybe like six months old, mm-hmm. um, and we had <clears throat> we had this crazy old lady neighbor. She was probably in her eighties, seventies, eighties. She always came off as really sweet, really nice when we first moved in. You know, like she bought my son like a Christmas present, and mm-hmm. it was all nice and fun. Yeah, uh, and then <clears throat> we had. <laughs> We had an issue to where our kids, my oldest son was playing outside and his little, like, uh, bouncy, he had like a, I don't know what they're called. Like uh, a bounce little, house?
0: No, I know no, what you're talking about. It's a little thing like, you're like strapped into. Okay.
17: Yeah, like, yeah. like that, that was my youngest son. And my oldest son had a, like a, I don't know, it looked like a little horse that was, like, inflatable and he bounced around on it. Got I don't remember what it's called. But <clears throat> we had left them. I guess my oldest son had left his toy sitting outside. And we come out the next morning and it had a big slice in it and <laughs> like like i said crappy little apartment complex so i thought it was you know one of the other neighborhood kids just being whatever yeah. typical teenagers mm-hmm. and i had a security camera set up in my front window looking at my car mm-hmm. and i went checked the security footage and it was this old lady who <laughs> oh my god walked right over right <laughs> in front of my window picked it up off the ground and sliced it okay so I went over to her the next day after I saw the footage. My wife was furious. And I went over and I walked up to her. i like, hey, I was like, uh, I was like, I just wanted to ask you. I was like, my kid's ever a problem? And she tried to play the nice card. Like, oh, no, I don't know why you'd say that, sweetheart. And oh, wow. Know. And I'm like, well, I was like, I hate to tell you, but I have you on my security camera showing that you just <laughs> slipped my son's toy. She denied and, it, didn't she? She straight up denied. Yep. That wasn't me. That wasn't yep. me. I'm Whoa. like, I look, I was like, I can show you the video that I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. She kept fighting me on it. And finally, I was like, you know what? I was like, you're, you're just going to stick to you. We're going to stick to us. And we're just going to leave it at that. And she's like, I don't know why. And I'm like, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> Uh, about a week later, uh, I'm laying in my bed and my car alarm started going off. Oh my God. <laughs> no. So, no. so I walked out, I got up and I walked outside and I see like a shadow kind of walk by the window before I got to the front door. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to go look at the camera. Yeah. Look at my camera again. <laughs> Here's this 80 year old woman walking over <laughs> to my car that had my window was cracked by maybe like an inch or two in the middle of summer. And she was it looked like she was pouring something into my car, and I get to my car, and she had poured probably about a half gallon of bleach into my car, oh, all my God. over. It. And I had like black suede oh interior, my God. and it just bleached everything in my oh. car.
3: So, so you had that footage. Did you go right to the police?
17: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah then, uh, then a couple hours later, once it once like day broke, I, I got up, and my wife had no clue, and I'm sitting there. I was seething at that point. <laughs> I'm on the phone with the local police department, and I'm like, uh, my wife comes up, she goes, "What is going on?" I'm like, "Just go look at the car." I'm talking to police. I wound up having to file a restraining order. I had to get the landlord involved. Yeah, it was. It wasn't
0: fun. I, besides a restraining order, did she get in uh, legal trouble, and did you get compensated?
17: Uh, I I went. I kept pushing for the police to press charges. The police asked if I wanted to press charges, and I said that I did, just because, like, I, yeah, she ruined the interior of my car. Yeah. Um, and after like probably about six, eight months of like small claims battles, I think I got like three, four hundred dollars and it didn't even do anything. No,
3: that know? wouldn't cover. I mean, so what she so is that not a crime damage
9: your
17: property? I, I, it's yeah, vandalism. Yeah. Yeah, technically, I mean, and that's what she was charged with was vandalism. Okay, but she, uh, but like I said, when we went through the courts, they didn't really do anything. It's I, I got basically. That's got, when you hire an
3: eighty-year-old man.
17: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but I had I had a question for you guys. I wanted to see if I can get some advice. Sure. Is we just uh, we've been in this house that we're in now for about four years, um, and that house next door to us has been empty that entire time. Mm-hmm. And just recently, like December-ish, uh, we had some neighbors move in. But with everything with COVID, and we had all, a couple winter storms, right. we haven't been over to talk to them. And my wife has been nervous about it because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So. You guys have any ideas of something that we could do? I mean, like typically old school would be like you know bake cookies or a cake or something like that. But I don't know if people are nervous about it because of COVID and everything else going on. I
3: th- I think you could you could absolutely you could send over something that you didn't make yourself if you wanted to. Yeah, packets. Yeah, or send over like right. a nice bouquet and just say uh, 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 if you want to say it's been a crazy year. Want to officially you know say hello. Um, Still over with and, masks and, and if, on. If they want to. If, if they wanted.
6: Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't,
3: do not yeah. Do you guys swing or
0: anything
2: like yeah. that? Oh, my
6: Cause...
3: God.
2: Oh, like... Per- <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Go with an upside-down
3: sure. pineapple. Uh, no, but <laughs> my, my 80-year-old grandmother
2: died. Thought you got rid of me, didn't
1: you?
0: Yeah. Uh, that's a... Yeah, that's a good... I, w- I would send them a note. Hey, you know, yeah. uh, and maybe a picture of you guys with mask on, waving or something yeah. like that, saying, hey, we'd love to meet in person. Uh, and you can... You but can... when this is all over... Or you could do... Uh, sit out in your front sure. yards and, and, uh, and have a little chit chat i find
3: that people are very receptive yeah. to if you say listen i'm very i'm very i accommodate whatever i'm i'm comfortable with this if you're not that's fine but you know i'll extend the offer if you want to come out and as president said sit outside and you know do the deal mm-hmm. uh, and and just chat and and uh you know they, they very well could could be very amenable to that but uh, just the effort i think would be nice
17: all right, awesome. Well, I thank you, guys. No Or, follow,
3: or just slice up their kids' toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. murder <laughs> their dogs. Yeah,
17: poison That's, their dogs. That seems to all go the rage. Yeah.
3: Really well, right now.
2: Poison their dogs. <laughs>
17: right.
0: Thanks, Tim. <Dan>. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Jeez. All right, uh, we have time for one more call, and it's going to be Ann that we go to. But thanks to everybody who's been on hold. And I apologize, we didn't get a chance to get to you, Ann. Good morning to you.
18: Hello. Good morning. Hi.
0: So uh, you have a neighbor uh, story to share.
18: I do. My husband had a coworker and they had been disputing with the neighbors. Um, the, the one, his, his, uh, coworker was in law enforcement. And I think there was a dispute between the two neighbors because the other one neighbor had a, uh, son who was getting in trouble and doing stuff to break the law and whatnot. And anyway, they were on vacation and they got a call saying their house had burnt down. They reviewed the footage um, from their camera and found that the neighbor had actually come over and they had some decorations on the porch, set the decorations on fire, ended up burning down the whole house. And there oh an my, God. Whoa. Too. oh Whoa. my God. It was, yeah. She actually, you know, was arrested and, um, well, it's and, been in the news. Any particular motivation behind that that you know of? I, I think the main thing was she just was protecting her son, and it was like, my son can go no wrong, even though her son was doing stuff that was wrong. And she just, even though um, the neighbor actually didn't have anything to do with, um, I guess, getting her son in trouble because he wasn't law enforcement, she, you know, just had a beef with law enforcement, I think. Oh, wow. Just, um, That's crazy. Yeah,
3: yeah there was just a criminal, flat out.
18: Took it to the extreme, yeah.
3: There was a story in the series uh, where, uh, if you're their neighbor, where there were two boring parties, Preston houses, side by side, but there was. You know, like in any Philadelphia row situation, there was a third house right next to an old, lovely old woman that everyone in the neighborhood loved. They got into it. Arson occurred between the two warring neighbors. And the third person's old woman's house got incinerated as oh, well. Man. It's like, wow. come on. number of people texting. And so that, that series has been out for a long time. It's been out right? for a long time. Yeah. Fear Thy Neighbor. It's 2000, uh, 2014. I oh, think. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: So, But, but it's there's
3: many years of it. Compelling
0: so. stories. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh Thanks for sharing. We do appreciate it, and sorry to hear about that.
6: Yeah, uh, yeah chill
0: but out. hopefully you find a uh, yeah. And please talk to <laughs> talk to each other, or agree to disagree, right? Or, or agree to not even associate with each other,
3: or build Maybe. the
6: biggest fence ever created by man. Or I think most importantly, take a look at yourself. You you and your family might not, not be always awesome. right, yeah. and you might not be awesome, right? Maybe. So because we are all flawed, so. Before you start pointing fingers, poison just, your own dog. Poison your <laughs> own dog. No, don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But before you want to start pointing fingers, go okay. All right. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. What's the yeah. common denominator? Yeah, maybe no, take that's a look. Right. Yes, yeah. everyone Fine. needs
3: ownership.
0: We're gonna take a break, but I'm gonna give away a case of a sparkling hard tea from Loverboy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the band. No, oh. Lover, Loverboy is the oh. brand. Oh. Uh, I agree, you know. And I'll take call number 15. You might recall Loverboy from Bravo's hit reality series, Summer House. It is the better-for-you premium beverage featuring high-quality, low-calorie sparkling high t- hard teas and canned cocktails. You can pick up a six-pack for $13.99 at your local Wegmans. Call number 15. We're going to give it to you. you got to be at least 21, of course. 215-263-WMMR, the number. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, we have Andy Dick joining us and Paris Dillon They're doing a parody of of, uh, um, Tiger King. Since it's Andy Dick, it's called Tiger Dick. So we'll talk to him next. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
11: Do you or someone you love suffer from PWS? Pathetic Wardrobe Syndrome? WMMR is here to help. A pretend clinical fake study we totally made up shows a visit to the WMMR.com rock shop may reduce PWS with lots of items made to brighten and improve your quality of life. Current and vintage designed station tees. Preston and Steve Gadzook's gear. Pierre coffee cups, ball caps and beanies. Jackson Jeep Club travel mugs. Jackie Bam Bam's vampire wall clock. The new Brent Porsche fleece and polo. And more. Available now to end pathetic wardrobe syndrome. Side effects may include feelings
1: of euphoria, Uncontrolled fits of joy and the urge to hug your postal delivery person, but well, uh, not just yet.
11: Ask your doctor if the WMMR rock shop is right for you, and they'll probably ask why you're asking them that. Shop now at WMMR.com and say goodbye to pathetic wardrobe syndrome, which may or may not actually be a thing. MMR rocks your wardrobe.
0: Don't forget, we're about thirty-eight minutes away from your next chance to win five hundred bucks. Pretty sweet deal with the Preston and Steve money clip. So get ready for that and. We had the Flyers game on tonight, so that means that the 8 o'clock money clip is not going to be happening. Um, So there's uh, six chances instead of seven today uh, for that reason. So just giving you a heads up on that. Um, We got a couple of minutes before we get Andy Dick and uh, Paris Dillon on. Um, There was a random text that popped up earlier this morning. And, Steve, it was posed to you. I'm not sure exactly why, you in particular, but I was curious about this myself. And the question was... Uh, ask Steve if Aaron on hometown is hot or not. <laughs> Aaron on
3: hometown because actually... I
0: for some I have a little crush on her.
3: She's cute. I don't um, know what the
6: show is. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's... on. HGTV, it's, yeah, HGTV. It's okay. her it's a Aaron, whole makeover thing. Aaron I, is Scott Napier. It's in Laurel, uh, Mississippi. Okay, can, can, I can we tell
3: you up, all about it? I've I've probably seen it. I just don't know it by its name. Can, can can we put her up on the? Um, well, yeah,
0: we'll see if. Uh, yeah, there
3: there are a number Marisa. of of the home improvement folks who um, you know, I I think are oh, there's a lot of hotties yeah, on that channel. Absolutely, there's a
0: lot of hotties on that channel. But she is, she doesn't, she looks a little different. She's short.
3: She's a little squat, but that she, I love her smile and yeah. her eyes. So There's
0: something
6: really cute about
3: her. Oh, it. yes. I, I, yeah. she has, she, uh, also, she likes. She has shorter cropped hair, which I do like
6: as you well. do like that. Yeah, so I, I do think she's very attractive. I uh, more so have a crush on her friend Mallory, who will Mallory. show up.
4: Mallory. Same show?
6: Same show. Okay. It's her friend, and she shows up usually towards the end to help decorate or hang some wallpaper or whatever. Didn't um, the new season of this just start? Maybe. Yeah. I, I haven't, and I was actually having this discussion with Chuck yeah. last week. He doesn't uh, he doesn't see it with Aaron. Uh, he, I see it. Yeah. He loves her husband. Yeah. You know, Scott, yeah. he's great dude. Uh, he's
3: what you'd call a bear. Uh,
6: yeah. but he's, well, he's and not he, gay, but I know. he's what yeah. you'd call a bear. But he is a really, really sweet guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the kind of guy you would want to, you know, take care of to. and nurture and marry your, your daughter. But yeah. uh, we have a picture here in the studio, Steve. That is Mallory. That's... uh. That's Aaron's friend. I think they're both like yeah.
3: like um, they, there's there's a, a milfy quality. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, uh, yeah, very yeah. much so. But uh, but you know the thing that, that but
0: I can't believe we're talking about this. The the thing that kind of uh, uh, is a turnoff about Erin to me is sometimes she wears these big blousey things. Yeah, that do not flatter her at all.
10: That's and she doesn't so need to insane. do that. But I guess so. I guess so.
0: I I guess I'm, I'm like, she's wearing a smock, man. Yeah. You know, like like a, you would as a kid with a, like a shirt backwards when your dad's shirts when you're in art right? class.
4: I, can, I find that sexy, though, sometimes. A smock on a, on a woman. Well, your girlfriend is an artist. No, that's not I love your not smock. It. No, it's it's pre, uh, pre-girlfriend. You look like Spock. I like when girls wear smocks. Also, overalls. What a shock. <laughs> I like overalls, too. Smocks and overalls. I'm following you here, bro. Yeah, all right. Cool. <laughs>
3: No, I like, I like there. There is a hippie, loose quality to that that I, that does work for yeah, me. I agree.
0: I don't think it works on her. But yeah, you know, yeah. listen. All right, to bib each his overalls. Own. Yes, to each his
3: own. But Not bib, bib overalls,
4: <laughs> just regular overalls.
3: I like bib. I like, What's the difference I like between bib...
0: bib overalls and regular? You know
3: overalls? What I don't know. I don't I know mean, either. Bib overalls have the um, the uh, yeah. The, those <laughs> are overalls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, same then, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
6: All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I fell in love with this show, and they ended up. HGTV will run these things in marathons, and I sat there for like an entire weekend. I'm like, okay, these are my these are my new favorite. My chunk is raw. I got to. St- and then so, <laughs> my and this is a pre pandemic. My uh, nephew my nephew uh, chose to go to the University of Alabama. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, Alabama's right next to Mississippi. And so I looked on a map, and I'm You'll like, see okay. Each other. Well, so I was like, I can go visit my nephew, go to an Alabama football game, and then drive two hours to go to Laurel, Mississippi, and maybe meet the Napiers. Like that's how like geeked out I got. Then over you this drive show. about eight, seven, eight hours
3: north <laughs> to get your your cheese, your stuffed cheeseburger. Well, right? I'd have
6: to hop on a plane. But <laughs> if I was going to go to Minnesota, no, that's Indianapolis. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Good Bones, that's yeah, the yeah. other HGTV show. That's the mother-daughter one, and the daughter's hot in that show. You uh, guys oh, like... is she a redhead? Uh, she might have a little No, st- no, uh,
0: no. I'm thinking of somebody else. There, there are so many hot. Mm. Well, that's they purposely do that. I know they do. Like, I know they do. Yeah. Um, but wh- who's the mother-daughter one? That's uh,
6: Good Bones. That's in the uh, s- suburbs of Indianapolis. Okay, the mom is a redhead. Yeah, they're nice. No, I don't yeah. know this one. Yeah, oh, but, but they cute. but they have a very, also there's, there's, there's a very earthy yeah re, you know quality.
4: Chicago Rehab is another one, man. Casey, yeah. I'm sorry to with interrupt. the track marks. Yeah. The one in the, the studio that we're looking at that's a mother and daughter, daughter team. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's like a Judd. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, I like,
0: see this tick says uh Mallory is Aaron's ugly friend. She brings with her on camera to look better. <laughs> yeah, that, Napier's I disagree.
3: rule.
6: Yeah. I, I like the <laughs> Napier's, don't get me wrong. I just I think Mallory's cuter than uh, Aaron. To okay. so each his own. Do you know what shows I end up watching more than the
3: the home improvement? I do like the home improvement stuff. Uh I, I do like the real estate, like the uh, like Hawaiian real estate. Yeah, yeah. that's cool watching that's that. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aaron's My
0: husband's God.
3: name is Ben, not Scott.
6: Who's Scott then?
0: I don't know, but there's a few people that are saying it's Ben. Okay, maybe okay. it is Ben.
6: But I don't care. I don't pay attention don't to care. the boys. I I, love I like them. the girls. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Property Brothers? Oh, you're a fan of those guys. Maybe that's they're lookers. Of. That one of their handsome disguise. guys. Yeah,
3: and one of them is dating uh, Zoe Deschanel, right? Yeah.
6: I, listen, I like those guys, and they're fine and all. Uh, I, I, I guess they're handsome. No, they're just like. It's too, they're too scripted. And, okay. you know, it's like, okay, you're, you're going to come in and you're going to say something. You're going to bust on your brother a little yeah. bit. And then you're going to have this to say back to your brother. And you guys, you know, you're going to rib each other. I'm like, dude, just freaking rip the wall down, please. Yeah. You know? And, Shut and so, up. And I watch a lot of those shows and I hate it because it's all manufactured and, and structured and what do they call that? Sculpted reality. Sculpted reality. We're going to, you which know. Which means scripted. Yeah, so like Love It or Listed is a show that I love, but you know, oh my gosh, you know, I know that you wanted to do this, but we ran into this problem, and so we can't use the thousand dollars that we were going to use right. on this. We have to. Do fix- you watch Lick It or Suck It? <laughs> yeah. I, I live it, bro. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think uh, you should suck it. I, th- I think or you should suck. <laughs> That rather than lick it. <laughs> the new
6: real estate show. Yeah, yeah. Lick it what or do suck do you think? it. Lick Everybody, it or suck it. What do you think? you think he's going to lick it or suck it? I think Mom, gonna he's going to suck it. He's going to suck this house. totally going to suck it. Yeah,
3: he's totally going to lick it. Definitely this property, he's going to lick it. It's a property show. Yeah. Oh, all right.
0: Yeah. I didn't know. And
3: then the
0: the, the <laughs> follow up is flick it or smack
3: it. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can smack it, it, flip
6: either. it, or rub it down. Or you could rub, rub it down. down. Well, yeah. no. Rub it down.
0: Well, oh no. You yeah, third choice. I don't even know anything about it. Yank
3: it or pump it. <laughs> uh.
0: Now. Uh. Love it or list it. She's an attractive older woman. Yeah. Um. She's definitely Hillary. I think her name. Yeah, is. Yeah. I don't know. Not Mallory. Yeah. Uh. But there's no, there's another redhead I was thinking of, and she's a she's like a freckly-faced uh, redhead. She's a little bit uh, thicker than this gal. She's really cute too. They always have, you know, what they always have in common a big, beautiful smile. Well, and that's they always it. Have great smiles, that, and that's
4: part of the big charm. It's you know, it's I like, it's like eyes, an anchor, an something. anime eyes, yeah, 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 yes, large eyes and a big smile. Boom. So a lot of those shows were uh, used to be produced uh, by Nancy Glass Productions and Banning and, and uh, Banning, uh, right? And so Nancy Glass was on a recent episode of The Goldberg Steve. I don't know if you saw that. One I or did. Not. Yeah,
6: Nancy Glass. Was yeah. on the evening a, a, magazine or something. So basically,
4: she was
3: the Ricky Lake, the local Ricky Lake yeah. type show. Yeah, it was great to see her, and, and it was her. It was cool. Yeah. yeah.
4: So they they had footage of her from the '80s, and then footage of her now, uh, which you know they subbed in, which they've done for people like the Hooters and yeah. whatever else over the years. Um, but I was curious when watching that episode if Nancy Glass Productions is still oh, around. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, the, I, I believe our friend, uh, you, you know, Dan Fine, yeah. uh,
6: worked with him for his wife. I believe still works for
4: Nancy because I got a kitchen. Through them. I think like everybody on our show. I through, got a kitchen yeah. through uh the
3: um what was the show? God, I can't believe it, I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, uh Lick It or or Lick It. or Pound. It. <laughs> no, Bitchin' Kitchens says yeah. I think it was bitching right. bitch
10: <laughs> Kitchen? No, it's, dude, it's, it's a great
0: name though, dude. I love it. Uh here okay. Now, is this correct or not? It says Farmhouse Fixer this is a text, stars Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block. It's Jordan Knight, first of all. Right? Oh, there's two. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Stars Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block and Michael and, Knight. And
6: I am obsessed. I didn't know that. And Kenny Nightingale. Well, we, we know that
0: Vanilla Ice did a show for a
6: while, but yeah. But
0: I was curious about the the new kids on the block.
6: Thing. Dude, Vanilla Ice in his show, he is obsessed with putting freaking elevators in homes. He really is. <laughs> And
3: like I love Stonehouse Revival. I think that's with our, our Jeff Devlin. Yeah, yeah Jeff Devlin is that still
6: on. No, yeah. sadly. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. He's uh, well. He was just. Uh, he was supposed to be on our show because they're are looking, they doing new ones? They're doing new ones, and he's looking for that, old homes. That was
3: my favorite because they would take these just unbelievably historic, gorgeous houses with the, with the obvious. They would discover stuff as they were, you know, uh, demolishing certain rooms and stuff like that. It was fantastic. All right. Well, uh, just curious. A listener was curious if you thought Aaron was hot. Well, now, yes, I, I definitely think she's attractive. Yeah. in a Very homespun kind of way. Yep.
0: All right. Uh, our guests are on the line and ready to go. Excellent. Uh, so, as I said earlier, this is a it's it's a it's a play on Tiger King. Yeah. Stars Andy Dick. Yeah. So it's called Tiger Dick. <laughs> which is it's <laughs> probably the best title. Yeah. Of it's, any show ever. My favorite of the year, most definitely, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but not only Andy Dick, but uh, Paris Dylan is in as well, and we have them both on the line Whoa! right now. So welcome, Andy and Paris, yeah! this morning. Yeah! gentlemen. Good morning to you. Good morning, folks. Good
19: morning.
0: All right. So I, I have that we have Volume Two available now. <laughs> it's on Facebook.com/slash Tiger Dick TV. <laughs> um, Andy, if you were to describe this to someone who has not seen it yet. How do you put it into words?
9: Well, we, it's, um, you know, it's reality. <laughs> so you see me, Andy, <laughs> trying to um, do uh, Joe Exotic. Is, that my, my thing going on?
3: Yes. <laughs> is your house on fire? No, and, then,
9: and then what happens is during the course of the show, which there's gonna be about 10 of them, I slowly, slowly unravel. I, I turn into him, basically, <laughs> you know? Because that, that was the thing, is when that show when that Exotic crap came out- Yeah. My friend said, oh my God, you have to see it because you are him, <laughs> and I watched little, and I'm like, are you out of your godforsaken <laughs> mind? That is not- but then I'm like, you know what?
3: They're totally right. <laughs> there, there is something about you in that, uh, in that uh, mullet uh, and, and the Joy Exotic thing. There, there, the physical resemblance is there. You do this kind of character so well. And uh, 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 Paris, you are you are playing. Um, is it John? Uh, um, his 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 boyfriend or at least in the series and listen Tiger King came along at the beginning of the pandemic and it just everyone was transfixed so uh, this this parody yeah. now is coming uh, uh, at the year point anniversary and it, it is it is kind yeah. of a a second stage to it um so so Paris what what uh, how did you get involved with the series yeah that that's uh
19: how how it happened was exactly one year ago and Andy and I, uh, we've been doing comedy together for years, but this came about where <laughs> literally he's right. Every single person was like, Andy, you have to do this. And Paris, <laughs> you kind of look like that, that, that gay husband. And I was like, well, thanks. I think um, I'll pl- I'll play the, I'll play the part. And uh, yeah, it's been actually a really, really fun uh, journey for the show. And I'm, and it's kind of full circle now, a year later.
0: Are you guys able to use real big cats in this, or is that not going to be a part
19: of this? That's a great question. <laughs> we do have our friends over at PETA, um, so we what we make sure we've been we have a liaison there who has already talked to us about utilizing certain animals, what we can and can't do. Right. So we're respecting kind of their wishes.
9: Right.
3: Right. So you'll you'll be the animal friendly. Um, Tiger Dick. Um, (laughs) um, uh, uh, Now, Andy, correct me if I'm wrong, but your daughter is a
9: director on the show? Yeah, well, she plays the director of, um, you know, Tiger Dick. Yeah. She plays the director. Okay. She's really, um, she plays this character that is a big TikTok star. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so the show is basically kind of a show within a show.
9: Yeah, totally. All right. And so she says like she says like a she says like a kid um, who's a big TikTok star <laughs> who I have to answer
5: to.
3: <laughs> and, and so and so there is there is that dynamic. Now I see a lot of house cats. I, and I, I was watching a couple of extended scenes, one in which you're almost, uh, you almost are burned alive. That looked like an actual physical effect, uh, Andy. It, uh, it was. Yeah, that was. Okay. So what was that yeah. like?
9: Um, well, they lit, they lit my hat on fire first. And then I'm just kind of bouncing around the hat on fire. But then we actually brought a guy in. And lit him fully on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so did
3: you did you start producing the show and started shopping it around? And, and Facebook grabbed it, or, or how is this working? Are there still new episodes in production?
9: Um, yeah, we've only
19: done. Yeah, we we've been uh, we've partnered with the production company and we've got a lot of content. We've done like five episodes or so. All right, and. Uh, right, right now that they were really close to signing kind of like a, a, network deal with, um, you know, one of the usual suspects there's like, we were excited about Quibi, but that, that was yeah. a year <laughs> Quibi ago. Quibi went away, didn't it? Yeah. If only it had
3: had some big people behind Quibi, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it went away. So, so now it's on Facebook. Is there any, any, um, any, uh, oper- are they going to release it to any other formats?
19: Uh, for, for now we'll probably slowly tease everybody on Facebook. That's what how Andy likes to put it. Slowly right. tease them with a tiger feather and <laughs> just let it out slowly. All
0: right, all right okay. all right, fair enough. Well, we will uh, we'll, we'll send the masses to get a taste of it and see where get this a taste whole of thing tiger. Jack. <laughs> but I mean the name alone yeah. and, and the pictures of you guys alone <laughs> should easily be enough to have people intrigued. And want to check this out. I mean, just the amount of of
3: teeth reduction, yeah.
19: We really, yeah, we really, really appreciate you guys uh, taking a liking to it. That's so awesome. We make this feel good. All right. Yeah, thank you guys so, so much.
0: No problem. So people can search for Tiger Dick, (laughs) and you'll find it on Facebook.com. We're going to wrap it up. Our our connection isn't very good here, guys, but uh, best of luck with everything. So thanks for coming on, Andy Dick and Paris Dillon. Yeah. It didn't sound really good, so I was going to wrap it up right it, it there. It sounded
3: like one was by the phone, and it sounded like Andy was sort of wandering around a bit. I think Andy was walking around the house while he yeah, was talking yeah. to About us. About to but... jump in the shower, at sounded point. the
0: We've way, here before. He needed to.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, by the way, pretty... what? I'd... Andy was, I, I, I binged all the Ben Stiller series. The episodes you know, from that, that series, which I love, was Judd Apatow produced with Ben Stiller. He uh, had Bob Odenkirk, Janine Garofalo, and Andy Dick. And they did a parody of nine zero two one zero four seven six whatever that oh, one was, no. and 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 they had Andy Dick in this like rocked out mullet and this 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 uh, you know five o'clock shadow, and you know it was actually sort of the precursor to the Zoolander character because Ben Stiller was playing like uh, Luke Perry, okay, and it was just great. I mean, the show was just of a time that show was. Hilarious. great. I loved the Ben Stiller Epic, show. Hilarious. There were so
0: many great little sketches they whipped together. Yeah. Uh, Steve, the one you love is uh, Charles Manson as Lassie.
3: <laughs> Charles Manson is Lassie, or Legend of Springsteen. <laughs> oh, is that the yeah. counting yeah. one? Yeah. Yes. That, yeah, that's the counting one. Or the one it. where the U2 is playing a Ba mitzvah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Play the Torah. <laughs> Play, the Torah. <laughs> Play the Torah edge. Yeah.
0: And then there's uh, another great one my, my friend Steve absolutely loves, where he does a riff on uh, the color of money. Yes. Only it's bowling
3: instead of uh, he's, pool. He's, yeah. he's bouncing. He's, the, yeah. he's juggling the, the, yeah, 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 the bowling yeah, yeah. balls and, and uh, <laughs> or a boy for $1,000. few good men with Boy Scouts, which was a great one. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, oh, that's oh, excellent.
0: Man, that was a great show.
9: Hey, kids. It's time for Counting up. with Bruce Springsteen. Ho, <laughs> ho.
0: And you know what I love Andy Dick into is in um road trip.
6: Yeah.
0: He's like uh they stop at a hotel oh, yes. or an yeah, inn yeah, yeah. And, and he's the the guy at the front desk and he's just this tripped out weird guy. <laughs> I love it.
6: And we use his clip uh nice work, Marissa.
3: Yeah, 110%. All right, so
0: Tiger Dick. We'll see how it does, <laughs> and uh, go watch it on Facebook. All right, a reminder: we have a press and the Steve tattoo that you can win today. Just text the word tattoo to three nine three three three.
2: What? What? Oh my God! What
0: sorry. happened? <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. To you. I'm sorry. Okay, so Nick <laughs> just pulled up a Twitter in front of me, and I'm we so were sorry. talking. We were talking about the neighbors <laughs> earlier yeah. we having a problem. There's a guy, a next door neighbor. Tending his garden, full on naked. I mean, <laughs> bent over as far as you can bend over with his exposed I'm butthole sorry. sticking up in the air. And this is
3: an actual picture, or just, I hey, I just a just me- a me I mean, because
0: I have a neighbor who is naked all the time. Usually, I just look the other way. This particular day, he decided to
4: garden. I was shook. I think it's a real picture, Steve. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. that's that's wonderful. It's from uh, at de Flyers fan. So, <laughs> all thanks, <laughs> right, thanks, Kimmy.
0: you are local. Thank you, Kimmy. I'm oh sorry almighty. that t- that threw me off a little bit. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We've got the B-File on the way. And, yes, another opportunity for you to win $500 with the Preston and Steve Money Clip Contest. So stay put. We'll be back in just a moment.
11: MMR Spotlight's the
14: best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots.
6: That's right. And this
4: month's artist is Liz DeLise. Whoa!
6: Liz DeLise, your local shots artist of the month for April. Check them out every Wednesday
17: at 630 right here on the Mighty MMR.
11: And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by family and company jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. We've
0: got about uh, two minutes to uh, before we got to get to our uh, presidency money clip. Um, but, Steve, you sent me this article, and I, I, I didn't print up what, periodical or what website this came from, but uh, it's about a guy in Willow Grove,
6: John uh, Langenstein. Oh, it's in the Langenstein, yeah. yeah. Langenstein. I, Langenstein, oh. yeah. He um he, he has a long history with the band Fish, but also, I mean, just, you know, concerts in general.
4: In the Philadelphia area, he yeah, very good friends with Pierre. Yes, they've known each other for a long time. That's why I brought it up. Okay,
0: uh, so he does this regular bingo night thing that he's been doing online, and uh, Pierre is a regular yeah. participant. As is Dave Wassickanin, and Vince Papali has been on there, and a bunch of others. And apparently, it's it's taken off. But yeah, Casey's worked with. Fish and the stones and Crosby, Sills and Nash. That's why you know Pierre's really tight in that camp as well.
6: So I actually just heard about this bingo night uh, a couple of weeks ago. So um, it's because well, apparently it's become a big thing because the the article president was from the Enquirer and it had a big a a big uh, uh, focus on it.
3: Uh, have, so, you, have you been a, I know Pierre is obviously good friends, but I yeah. mean, it, it, a lot of local notables, and you're such a fish fan. I... I, well,
6: so here's the deal. So, John and, and Carl Monzo uh, worked together, uh, NES Security. Um, right. And yeah. so I had become friends with Carl. Carl passed away in right. uh, November, tragically, and but I'm still friends with his his wife, um, Patty Ann. And so I was over there, and she was giving me some old, like, Fish memorabilia. I'm uh, holding in my hand a water bottle that I was given, uh, and that's where I found out about this whole bingo thing. And I'm uh, hearing about it, and I'm like, okay, how do I work myself into this bingo night? Like, how, sure. how do I invite myself into this badass bingo night? I think the best way <laughs> talk about it on <laughs> the air. Yes. I think so, John okay. Casey wants to be <laughs> in your big bingo night. Well, first of all, I love playing bingo. Like, I really do love playing it. Like, and it's
3: it's Zoom Bingo, and it's yeah. Uh, but apparently, uh, it's, it's run. I mean, they're, they're not screwing around. They're playing yeah. straight up bingo. Yeah. I
6: called a Zoom Bingo the night uh, for my my daughter's uh, school, Marion Mercy. I was the bingo caller, but I was playing along as well yeah and i was doing that so i knew how fast i should go you know what i mean calling the numbers and you know you don't want to go too fast you want to go too slow but i was having so much fun playing i didn't win but i was you know and so i just like playing bingo but to be able to play with these notables would be cool too
0: i forgot who gave me the advice it was you or nick that uh because i i called a bingo at at souderton high school for a shared event they were doing and and um you let me know that the regular bingo, like, they yeah. bus in people to come play bingo, like some of the elderly. Oh, yeah. really? Like and ringers? They're very particular. <laughs> Don't yeah. oh, joke around. Very particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No joking. You're not right. funny. You have to, yeah, oh, you're not funny. Really? Yeah. Oh. You, you got to keep the pace proper. Yep. Yep. Oh. You're, and you're either, Kathy, you're either one or two things. You're either too fast or you're too slow. <laughs> right. And you are not just right.
7: Okay. Ever.
0: Ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> That's a bingo. But if one of you guys gave me that advice. Casey did, but I was don't to it joke around. Well. Yeah. So it's not like gay bingo where it's right, yeah. joking all it's night all long and you're having a great time. Marissa? Have
13: any of you guys ever been to that bingo hall on Ridge Avenue?
3: No. Where is it?
13: It's, um, Steve, it's right by, um, oh, there's a Chinese restaurant that I love that I go to. It's like past that high school that, um, oh, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. an agricultural, uh, agricultural oh, yeah, it's on Henry, on Henry Avenue. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like this strip of stores and there's like a Rita's right there. Um, and it's right on the corner, hmm. um, next to like a beer distributor. And it looks like it smells like cigarettes, and would be a lot of fun.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, anyhow, real quick, we got to jump in with this. Yeah, a different game. We're playing. Sorry, it's WMMR. Time.
11: It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. Whee! That's what I get to do. Now, here's your money clip keyword.
0: All right. We're not playing bingo. We're playing the money clip game. And you need the keyword. The keyword is event. E-V-E-N-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour uh, to enter it. And there are three ways to do that. uh, Via text, the special contact short code number, which is 45911. Or you can also enter it to win the $10,000 grand prize via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So you need to get on that now. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person gets a call from Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com and it is sponsored by Hyundai City. So once again, uh, the word you need is events, E-V-E-N-T, so enter that now. Uh, Before we get to the bizarre file, we have our guest on the line, ready to talk about home economics. This series premiere is tomorrow night. It is on ABC. I've already set the series record on my DVR. That's how intrigued I was. You already know that this is for you? Yes. Excellent. Uh, Well, we're happy to. He's been here in our studio before. He's a great guest. Please welcome Mr. Topher Grace to the show. Hi, Topher.
20: Don't worry, guys. This counts as uh, part of the bizarre file. <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> we need as many stories as we can get, man. <laughs> we got, yeah. It's the best way to work.
0: Uh, no, as, as Steve was saying, or Telford, thanks uh, for coming on, by the way. We're big fans. Um, but, you know, as Steve was saying, he's already intrigued by the whole setup of this. It's tomorrow night. What? what to, why should we watch? To bring us in on the story and, and, and what home economics is about.
20: Well, it's, uh, it is kind of a great idea for one of these shows about a family um it's a true story our writers uh mike Colden and john abood uh mike's uh when he was unemployed a couple of years ago uh he was kind of solid middle class and his brother was uh you know in the one percent of the one percent and his sister was really struggling to get by they were kind of in three different socioeconomic classes yeah but they had a lot of love and they were very close and, and he started to look around and say wait could this be a show it's like such an interesting way into this really diverse family and uh and they're also great comedy writers so it's really funny.
3: No, yeah, it, it, obviously there's there's a great pedigree with the show, but this dynamic is such an interesting one because um you you and it does happen periodically throughout a, a family's genesis where you know people will be successful and some will not be and and then you have, you know, parents reacting to that success and trying not to diminute another family member by making them feel okay, well, you're not living up to this child's standards. And so, you know, while everyone can be supportive, it's just you, you can't avoid it. There are these dynamics that will exist. And and so you're a writer. You're falling in, in sort of the, the middle of the pack. And you're, you're uh, I think, your older brother, who is uh, Jim T- uh, Tetro. Uh, no, he,
20: sadly, he's my like my younger brother. He's your younger. He's that's a, even worse.
3: Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, and
20: I, I have to kind of asked for money from him. <laughs> it's funny, you know, money is just such a... Taboo subject matter, and uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it should be or not. But I know that you go know, being growing up and being siblings as grownups is hard enough. You've been competitive since birth, and then to add in these real world, um, you know, how siblings are really different when they grow up. Uh, you know it's it's uh, well, it, it's just a great idea for a show and then we really got like a dream cast too yeah yeah yeah, but
3: obviously I, I mentioned uh uh jimmy tatro who was on um uh a modern family and he was great An and american vandal the who drew, drew the d oh, yeah that's vandal. right yes. yes
20: he's great I love she's that show. amazing actor. Yeah, really, really funny guy.
3: And Caitlin uh, McGee plays Sarah, who's uh, the, uh, the I guess, the oldest of the siblings, and she's a therapist. She's the one in, in most need no, of financial know,
20: Sadly, I am the oldest. Sibling. You are. <laughs> it just does not look was good for you. supposed to be the middle sibling because it kind of made more sense the, kind <laughs> of the middle class one. And Caitlin came in and gave such an amazing read of the part. She really wasn't right for it. You know, the producers kind of looked at me and said, "Like, so maybe you're like the oldest." And I went, "Oh, this is like this is gonna be new." <laughs> but, uh,
9: you you have.
3: You a, know, I'm
20: excited. I did it because they really are amazing.
3: You have a gift for this kind of character, who is sort of a, uh, a you know a, a a put upon in every man. But uh, uh, you know you 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 you, you have a you, you try to forge on, but obviously things get thrown at you, and your reactions are are, are great with this. I'm just curious. You know, your your film career is, is doing very well, and you've been in a number of uh, Black Klansmen and Interstellar and a, a number of great movies. Were you a little reticent to get back into a sitcom?
20: Uh, you know, I was... When I first got off of that 70s show, I loved doing that 70s show. I kind of wish it could have gone forever. But when I got off, I thought, you know, I'm in my mid-20s. I really want to try different things. I just want to, like... You know, it was, I was so lucky. That was actually the first acting gig that I had. And the fact that it was so successful allowed me to do, you know, very small movies and big blockbusters and play good guys and bad guys and just, you know, try everything I ever wanted. But I, it was around this time a year ago or maybe longer, um, I just played David Duke, like yeah. you said, and then I played on Black Mirror. I was like a kind of an evil tech Guru, it was a
3: great episode, and I, and by I'm the way. Starting
20: to get only white supremacists. <laughs> playing,
3: like, no, you don't want only that.
20: In me playing like neo Nazis, and I went, you know, maybe I've gone a little too far,
3: from a little overcorrection. Yeah, I'm be
20: doing something more fun. Well,
3: yeah. let, let me let me throw this out too because I know we have limited time with you. Uh, you you've you've indulged sort of a geekier side of your love of Star Wars and 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 Tolkien, and you you were editing. Films down and and doing a phenomenal job of sort of truncating them down into more digestible uh, versions of themselves. And well, they...
20: let me let me. Tell you, I I do love those movies, but uh, it wasn't really that I'm I'm not really such a huge fan of either of those franchises as I am. I I produced a film about ten years ago, and I gave editing notes on it that were so <laughs> bad. You know, as an actor, you don't go into the editing room, yeah. right? So you kind of wonder what's going on in there, and then. When I did have the chance to go into the editing room, I was embarrassed by how bad my notes were. And so I bought an avid editing machine on eBay. Yeah. And I I needed – I didn't want to cut anything I was in. I felt like that would be too bizarre. So I kind of found these huge trilogies and cut them down into one movie just as an exercise to learn how to do it. Yeah. And it's been, you know, kind of a – It's actually, uh, Pixar hired me and my (laughs) editing partner to – to cut some stuff for Toy Story and so it's become kind of a side hustle but I just love it as um, it, a totally separate thing from acting there's nothing to do with acting I don't want to cut anything that I'm in do you, think it, do you I, think it helped
3: the acting at all because to understand what 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 you're putting up there and what how things work in the edi- editing yeah. process
20: I think I think it does in a sense I used to kind of do the same I used to kind of try the same take you know you get a certain number of takes i used to try kind of the same thing to get that one thing and now once i get it i just move on to something else and that's because i know i've given the editor more options and so yeah it does kind of help but more so it's just kind of like you know some people go out and do woodworking in their garage or you know fly fishing or this is like my thing that i just like doing yeah cool. i could i
0: could see yeah. that i mean growing up all of us in radio have done editing of, of one type or another yeah. for years and there is there's a craft to it. You're creating something. You're taking elements. You're putting them together. You're doing them in a sequence. It's a it's a really therapeutic thing, and you can you can really fall into it. So that's a, that's cool. And that's you guys
20: big... know how if you change one little thing, oh, it's oh yeah. really like one frame of film can change everything. So uh, yeah. I'm sure it's the same with radio.
6: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you if you take a breath out it Mm -hmm. just doesn't sound right (laughs) right you know so sometimes you you have to leave that breath in even though you need that's an early mistake a lot of editors make you guys are
20: going to cut out this whole interview
6: (laughs) (laughs) we're we're probably going to cut this question out tover uh so (laughs) often times when we we um do these interviews we have to do our 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 prep and i'll go to imdb and i look up trivia about uh, you know said guests so This is the weirdest uh, piece of trivia I've ever seen, and you got to tell me if this is true. Uh, This is weird. Uh, Often, it says Topher is often seen wearing a watch on his right wrist, but appears to be ambidextrous. (laughs) That what a weird piece of uh, of trivia information. Uh, Are you indeed ambidextrous?
20: First of all, you guys are asking what the listeners want to hear. Yes,
6: I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're diving
19: deep. It's not yeah, necessary. I mean, like, yes, I do.
20: <laughs> For some reason, I, I'm actually only right-handed, but I wear it on my right hand. I think it's because I don't actually wear a watch, so I only wear it when I'm on TV or film. Well, okay. we're okay. going to
3: run with this exclusive if we can, yes. so <laughs> just, uh, just do that. I uh, mean,
10: but so. This is
20: tough. You know, I know this is like uh, one of those. Probing interviews. I'm like, I I didn't think I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, (laughs) I know,
3: and I apologize. He wasn't wasn't expecting the Mike Wallace. Those hard hitting questions. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Uh, But as far as the series goes, uh, Topher, yeah, very very excited about it. When you're in an ensemble and you have who uh, who is uh, you have a a former SNL cast member. Her name is eluding my mind, but she's great. um uh Zamata. Yes.
20: uh, Nora Dunn plays my mom, so we have two
3: FNL oh, cool. in the cast. Uh, so, so do you go through the process as the show is being produced. Was it being produced uh, during pandemic, or did you have it all in the can prior to? Well, how did that work out?
20: No, we did it uh, over the last couple of weeks, and uh, which wow. we just finished, and uh, it was really, it was what I think it feels like to watch is what it felt like to make, which is there's this real yearning, I mean, I mean are you guys all in the same room right now, yes. yeah mm-hmm. well, that's very lucky, I you know a lot of people <laughs> haven't even seen no grandparents or yeah, yeah. Or their parents or you know it's been a tough year for everyone on the planet, and uh we, we had this incredible feeling of joy that we hope you know it's what the show's about, and we all got to you know we got to be tested every day, we all got to be together and with our masks off and hug each other in scenes and That's this great. incredible family vibe, which is you know what the show's about, kind of happened to the cast and uh, and I you know I think everyone's ready for you know some things that are about joy.
3: You know, yeah, yeah. No, we're yeah. At, I'm, I'm absolutely. We'll my start. wife and I are very psyched for the show. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so it's uh
0: it's oh, tomorrow thanks. night, uh, the season premiere, eight thirty. You'll see it here in Philadelphia on six ABC. Topher, it is great to catch up with you. Continued success, sir, and hopefully it we'll see you in the near future. always great talking to you guys. Thank you. You bet. Anytime. Topher great guys. Yay! I love it. He's awesome. He, <laughs> he's That's like, serious. you are asking the questions that people up. want to hear. Do you
3: know, it's uh, I, wow. I, I wanted to bring it up because it's it was a guilty pleasure movie that I love, which is it's Predators. I I think it's a great movie. It is a press. I don't know if you've ever seen I remember seen, you guys telling me right. about it and I never did see it. Yeah. So, Adrian James Brody Bay. is yeah. like a badass and The movie starts off with the cast in free fall. Yeah, yeah. dropping right. to that planet. Right. Yeah. A- and then it's off and running. And yeah. it, it, Danny Trejo's in it. And it is. It, I love it. Yeah, I got to solid make sure. movie
0: do see that.
3: Um, all right.
0: Well, one of the things we need to do is a bizarre file. And as Topher said, that whole interview was part of it.
1: So here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen bizarre. and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Bizarre. Yeah.
0: Brought to you this morning by Roadcon Incorporated. If you have heavy and highway construction experience. And you would like to work for a company that values that experience, (laughs) RoadCon, wants to talk to you. Visit road-con.com to apply online. That's road-con.com. All right, so some stories. We'll start with this uh, dramatic surveillance video from Oakland. Shows a moment four people approach a pair of Asian seniors, rob them, and then are chased away thanks to the couple's machete-wielding son. <laughs> this is great footage. Yeah, the couple son said that the group of men approached his parents on their front porch Monday after they had come home from grocery shopping. Uh, he said that he was changing his clothes when he heard the commotion, which is why he ran out the door barefoot. However, he thought quickly enough to grab a nearby machete to thwart the men from advancing into the house. Uh, this robbery and assault comes just one day before a Vietnamese couple was tied up in front of their seven-year-old daughter, less than ten minutes away. So obviously, yep.
3: yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. this guy
0: was was uh, ready for something. Uh, that family was robbed of much of their life savings, and their home was ransacked. Uh, both set of victims say that they want specific action taken by police and show displeasure in their response times and amount of care taken in both incidents. But he was managed to he had managed to scare them away, fortunately with a machete. A naval mine washed ashore on a Florida beach, which is popular with sun seekers, leaving officials baffled about its origins.
3: And it looks like a classic mine.
0: A deputy on patrol found the unexploded munition Sunday just by the water's edge at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, and police urgently sealed off the area. Uh, The bomb squad arrived to remove the mine and ensure that it was safe. It will now be handed over to the U.S. Air Force for further investigation. Naval mines are usually laid by a ship. They're attached to a seabed. They explode on impact from a surface vessel or submarine and can only be cleared by a specialist minesweeper. The sheriff's office said a deputy found the device during a patrol of the Sandy Beach, which is around 30 miles north of Miami. It was determined that the sea mine was safe. And that it was taken away before the beach was reopened. It's like a sea mine. Uh, Military (laughs) sources told the channel that the mines are sometimes filled with drugs and left in the sea by traffickers Uh before being picked up by conspirators. Uh, It is not clear whether the members of the public were on the beach when the device was found. But as it was early in the morning, it was unlikely there were large crowds. The origin of the device is still unclear.
9: Seahorses
0: forever. <laughs> a 22 year old mom in England was freaking out after a tracker app told her and a partner that their missing Apple AirPod was inside their two year old daughter's stomach. Oh boy. So they called a the doctor and, they were, uh, and were told that the AirPod could rupture inside the child's stomach. So they rushed to the hospital. Once they got there, a nurse who was checking over the child. Found the airpod inside a pocket in her pajamas. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, oh, wow. oh, that's
0: great. Uh, the nurse had a good laugh, and Chloe Saunders shared the whole ordeal on Twitter. Many left comments on her post thanking
3: her for the laugh. They closed up the massive incision and then had a big <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Yeah, they all <laughs> had a good giggle about it.
0: Toy shops in France have been targeted by a gang of international Lego thieves. Who attempted to steal valuable collectible sets.
3: I have no doubt that this is the target of... the Those things are
0: expensive. Yes, they are. Officers took three people in custody, two men and a woman who had traveled from Poland uh, to a town outside of Paris. Uh, where they were allegedly caught raiding a shop. While millions of children have grown up playing with the plastic bricks start selling for around $10, rare series such as LEGO Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon have reached $15,000. For the Millennium Falcon. While a Taj Mahal first edition had a value of around $3,800.
3: So what does the, like, the Death Star go for, do you know? I don't know. With retail, yeah. it's like five or $600. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, an
0: officer quoted in Le Parisien newspaper, Paper confirmed, That's the big Lego paper. Uh, the arrest. No, this happened in Paris. Yeah. Oh. Uh, saying that they come to France to set up in a hotel in the Paris region and then set about raiding toy stores before returning to Poland uh, to sell off their haul. Uh, the Lego community isn't just made up of the children. There are numerous adults who play with it. There, there are swaps and sales on the Internet. And we've also had people complaining their homes have been broken into and had Legos mm. stolen. Uh, they've long been considered a valuable asset by thieves because it is a small uh, and light and portable. And in 2014 police in Arizona retrieved stolen Lego worth about $145,000.
3: Does your home safe have any Legos in it, Preston? No, we don't mm, keep those okay. in
0: the safe. We have those buried in the backyard. <laughs> uh, and then we'll do one more story and we will wrap it up. A woman allegedly armed with a gun was taken into custody after an hours-long standoff. With Los Angeles police on Friday, during which officers opened fire and the suspect evaded police by swimming in a lake. Police responded to the call of a woman armed with a handgun at MacArthur Park. Officers made contact with a female armed with a handgun and an officer involved uh, in shooting. A shooting had occurred. Uh, footage of the shooting, multiple gun and in footage of the shooting, multiple gunshots can be heard uh, as officers crouched behind trees. No one was hit by gunfire. The woman who was wearing a bathing suit then swam in the park's lake while carrying her purse and backpack. I think that's like a filthy lake. Uh, She could also be seen walking around a small island in the lake. Mm. After about two hours, she was taken into custody. So I don't know why she decided to go for a swim, but uh, it was a standoff. (laughs) And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file this morning. All right, we're going to take another break. A reminder, we have a tattoo for you to win. Text word tattoo to 39333. You might win that uh pressing a Steve theme tattoo from Floating World tattoo and Pearson. We'll be back in a moment.
1: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMR.com. Snazzy.
7: It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with drive up and go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is 1030
0: and we will have many chances for you today to win $500 through the Preston and Steve money clip. Just one omission for today and that is the fact that we have a Flyers game on uh, WMMR tonight in Boston. And so that is normally at 8 o'clock. The game will be taking place, so we are not going to have that one today. So just letting you know. Uh, But you still get many opportunities to win, so make sure you have your ears peeled for that word that we are going to pass along to you. Actually, Pierre will at noon. And uh, get your chance to win. All right, so today we're going to do a lesson, question, and give away a pair of tickets to the Dryden 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway, which will be on Sunday, May 16th. And I have to ask you this. What is the name of our favorite new property show?
10: <laughs> it's not really
0: one. It's one that Steve made up. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's see if you know, all right, what is the name of our favorite new property show, 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, you should call them. We'll do the trash while we're waiting for you to get through.
1: The
8: trash business is a
1: gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber.
0: A.D. Moyer Lumber has been supplying quality building materials and services for over 80 years. Four generations, one family, one commitment. You can learn more at admoyer.com.
3: What's up, Steve? Well, Demi Lovato getting candid about her sexuality in her new song, The Kind of Lover I Am, singing, I don't care if you have a D or a wet-ass P. (laughs) Lovato goes on singing, however, I would not like it if you had crustacean mandibles like Predator had.
8: Oh, my God.
3: The animated series, Bless the Hearts, is not coming back for a third season after Fox announced its cancellation on Thursday. The creator, Emily Spivey, released a statement saying she's proud of the show, even though no one liked it and didn't watch it. And it was a ton of work for nothing. Hey! <laughs> and finally, Salma Hayek joining the cast of Ridley Scott's House of Gucci alongside Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Al Pacino, and Jeremy Irons. Hell of a cast. Hayek will be playing a character based on a number of federal investigators named Agent Huge Juggs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Hollywood trash. All righty,
0: let's see if we can get us a winner. And we need to know the name of our new favorite property show, uh, 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Amy. Good morning, Amy. Good
14: morning, It.
0: Uh, good morning, It. All right, Amy, what is the name of It never gets old. It doesn't. Our favorite new property show. Lick it and suck it. Lick it or suck it. Yeah, we'll yeah, give it. you that. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second, Amy, because you never know what they're going to do. No. Right? Are they going to the lick end? it? Yeah. Are they going to suck it? And you try to figure out while you're watching the show. But maybe Amy's right. Maybe they could do both lick yeah. it and suck it. Uh, so, which I recommend. <laughs> um, we're going to give you a pair of tickets for the Dry Dean 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That's on Sunday, May 16th. NASCAR's back at Dover International Speedway, May 14th through the 16th. You can get tickets now at
1: DoverSpeedway.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I
15: got bronchitis.
0: Brought to you this morning by Rita's Water Ice. Head to Rita's Today to grab one of three epic Reese's Concretes. Uh, the Reese's Take Five, Peanut Butter Pie, and peanut butter mudslide. Oh, that sounds indulge good. Indulge in a Reese's concrete at return. Whee! what I get to do. It's <laughs> on his way right now. <laughs> the filmmaker behind Metallica's groundbreaking 2004 documentary, Some Kind of Monster, revealed that the band didn't want it shown that they offered bassist Rob Truillo a million dollars for joining the band. Uh, it's reported that Joe Berlinger, who co-directed the Fly on the Wall film with the late Bruce Sanofsky, uh, were given free reign to make the movie they wanted, but they admitted that there were several instances where Metallica almost interfered. Uh, Berlinger appeared on the Greatest of Greatest Music of All podcast and said that the band was less than thrilled with a preview of the documentary. He said it's a three hours plus screening. There was literally not a peep through the whole screening, not a laugh. Not a moment of recognition, just total silence, and it wasn't feeling good. He said, Lars just kind of looks at me, pats me on the back, and then kind of shakes his head. James, he kind of looks at me like this stare and then walks out. The management looked a little nervous. He said the band had huge issues with showing them offering Truillo the $1 million signing bonus. Mm. He said, we sat around the table for hours. They said, you can't tell our fans we paid Rob a million bucks. You can't show Lars auctioning off his art. They're not going to understand. We can't show this. We can't do this. And the whole film was just crumbling before our eyes.
3: So I saw the movie.
0: Uh, I don't... Um... Well, they did go through with this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Burlinger spoke about Hetfield ultimately giving his blessing for the film, which coincided with him seeking treatment for alcohol and the band replacing Ju- Jason Newstead on bass. And James apparently said, look, it's painful to watch. And he goes... But you guys did exactly what you said you were going to do. Yeah, And it's an honest, raw, truthful portrait of what we went through. And I'm not sure that I ever want to look at it again, but we either treat this movie like uh, there was a, a Stones documentary called Sea Sucker Blues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and lock it away in a drawer and nobody gets to see it. Or we let these guys uh, make the uh, the film that they want to, let them make the film they want to make, and then I'm good with that, he said. So and they did that. They I, I give them kudos to
3: okay. that because it's, I wouldn't say it is wildly flattering. I wouldn't say it's wildly critical. It's, right. it, it is what it is. I never saw it. I mean, I, ne- I, I
0: never. Metallica's never
4: been my band. It doesn't matter. You'd like the movie. I mean, it, yeah. it goes into, like any good documentary. It, like, if you like the music, it makes it that much better. But it's just a really good movie. Yeah. And it would speak to a dynamic in any group situation, uh, especially in music. Right. And I mean, because it was. From what I've heard, it's it was almost them breaking up,
3: right?
0: I
4: mean, uh, yeah. It seems oh, like yeah. That, right? and there's there's definite the issues, problem. and there's um, the there's, stuff there's stuff. a bitchiness stuff. To yeah. And yeah. yeah, when when Jason had to leave the band, like they they did not part on good terms. No. Right? And he bears uh, a grudge. Yeah.
0: All
4: right. So uh, it almost didn't happen,
0: but uh, but that, I love
3: the potato sack scene. that's, oh that's that so great! That's when do that. Yeah. I when thought they, I thought Lars you thought, had it. You I, thought did. I so did I. <laughs> Because uh, recent... they did have they had an activity day, Preston, and they had the egg races and all that stuff. <laughs> You'd have to keep that yeah. out of there. Uh, during a recent
0: interview, uh, Fozzie's Chris Jericho said that he doesn't think that there are a lot of new rock and roll bands who could be future festival headliners. Uh, he was uh, speaking on a uh, podcast. He said, so the scary thing is I was talking to uh, concert promoter Andy Copping on uh, Talk is Jericho when uh, Download got canceled in 2020 which is the biggest festival in England, 100,000 people. And I said to Andy, who's it going to be headlining Download in 10 years? Because now you can still rely on Metallica, ACDC, Iron Maiden, System of a Down, or reuniting bands like Faith No More, those types of bands, Avenged or Building, Slipknot. But he continued saying, but who's the next generation of these bands? Because with the exception of Greta Van Fleet and maybe the Struts and a couple of others, there's not a lot of new rock and roll bands Whereas there'd be 40 or 50 and you couldn't keep up with all of them. What about the Gibbons kids? What about the Gibbons kids? Let, you know, here, let
3: me ask you this idea uh, to to consider this. Because of the drought that we've had and the time off because of COVID and, and the missed concert opportunities, you know, are we going to see the resurgence? I mean, like comedians were joking with us that you'd find comedians who would normally not pay, play Smaller venues, you know, playing them, you know, now or just a mad rush to get back to performing in front of people. Is it possible that you're going to see a lot of careers that might have been waning just have a full resurgence because of the the desire, the clamor to see live
0: shows? I mean, I mean, there will be successful tours yeah. because of that, yes. But as far as creating new music, that's going to right. be ten years from now, right. they're going to be the huge band. You know, I don't, I, I don't know. know. Ah, I have no idea. Ah, ah, hell. Hell. Uh, Steve Van Zandt admitted that he based his role of Silvio Dante on The Sopranos, uh, as the party played for Bruce Springsteen in the East Street Band. He said it grew into the into that quite quickly. I knew what it was like to be the underboss, to be the consigliere, the consigliere, <laughs> yeah. consigliere, uh, to be the advisor of a friend. Uh, Silvio was looked out for by Tony and had that sort of same relationship. My character was probably the only character on the show that didn't want to be the boss, and that's true. That's true. In, in my real life also, he said, uh, he went on to say, I never wanted to be the front man. <clears throat> I know what it's like to be the only guy not afraid of the boss, the only guy who can bring him bad news and
3: survive. So Springsteen actually wanted... auditioned for Tony Soprano. They did, didn't he? did. He's a very good spaghetti. Uh, Van Zandt. I like you. He's a zani, too.
0: Who will publish his memoir uh, titled Unrequited Infatuations on September 28th. Reflected on the changes, Springsteen has made since his early days playing teen clubs in and around central New Jersey. He said, if you think of a typical grunge guitar player, that was him. Barely spoke. It's been remarkable transformation through the years. So that was the type of guy he was. Springsteen? Yeah. That's cool. And then one last story. I love this story. Never knew this. Uh, You guys ever heard of Desmond Child before? Uh, The name, yeah, I'm not... He's a songwriter. Yeah. He's he's been behind the scenes for a lot of people. Um, He revealed that his collaboration with Aerosmith on the classic Dude Looks Like a Lady was actually inspired by Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Uh, Child is renowned for his work with uh, everybody from Kiss and Bon Jovi uh, to Aerosmith. Uh, spoke to Celebrity Access and recalled how the song came to be. He said it was Steven Tyler who came up with the title Dude Looks Like a Lady. But he had turned it into Cruising for the Ladies because that he thought Dude Looks Like a Lady would be offensive to the gay community. But I said, I'm gay. It's not offensive. It's actually great. So I convinced them to go down that path. Child went on to say we basically told the story that he had told me. He had gone into a club. Saw this gorgeous creature at the end of the bar with a teased-up platinum mullet, black nails, porcelain skin and jewelry, and a curvy waist. Mullet. And then the creature, well, it was the style at yeah, the time. Yeah, So then this, he said, this creature turns around, and it was Vince Neil of Motley <laughs> Crue. <Crill. laughs> and then they were like, my God, that dude looks like a lady. Wow. <laughs> and so I've never heard that story. No, I've before. never heard that story. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the inspiration for that song came. That's from. crazy, that's yeah. Funny.
3: Uh, so, Desmond Child sharing that story. Now Steven Tyler looks like like an old lady at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Dude is an old lady.
0: Yeah, you're right. All right, that's what I got of music news for you, friends. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And when we return, we will uh, find out who wins the tattoo. And we'll get our letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. And we'll see what Pierre Robert has in store for you for the rest of the day. Stay with us.
1: hear new music from wolfgang van halen and dirty honey plus Corey taylor's op-ed on his upcoming tour and see where dark side of the moon lands on a list of impressive historical streaks click contests for your shot at 500 part of t-mobile 5g fridays coverage and speed who says you can't have it all t-mobile are you with us
0: we are wrapping up our program today Enjoyable day today on many levels. We had uh, some good stuff to give away. We had beautiful weather all morning long, and that continues to the day. We had great guests on the show as well, of which I would like to thank... Uh, It didn't sound because we had an audio problem, but Andy Dick was on with Paris Dillon for their show Tiger Dick. It's Andy Dick playing Tiger King, and you know you could tell he
2: was trying to compensate for Andy. Well, he was like, "All right, let me take this one."
3: It sounded like Andy was chasing a ball around the house. I think so.
2: But remember, even when he was in the studio, like he's kind of all over the place. He's aloof. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, So, anyhow, Tiger Dick is available on Facebook.
2: Uh, And for Grace was excellent.
0: The show is called Home Economics, and the series premiere is tomorrow night at 830, and that is on 6 ABC. By the way, I never took Home Economics in (gasps) high school. I wish I would have taken. I learned how to make make biscuits. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was like cookies, biscuits, Sewing. Sewing. And knitting. And I think it's because I,
0: I took my man. I took all the band classes. So yeah, you those got out those of my electives. Elective, so I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get it wasn't
6: elective. even offered in my high school. Yeah. Home yeah. economics.
0: Nope. We, yeah, we had to like, take it. Yeah,
2: I think ours was mandatory. Yeah, really. because I wasn't allowed in chorus. So
4: <laughs> knitting. <laughs> That's right. Knitting. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: You learn knitting. <laughs>
2: knitting. Knitting. <Yep. laughs> knitting.
4: Right. First pair of boxers I ever owned. I made <laughs> in home economics. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Do you remember the, the pattern? Yeah, I had to go to Joanne Fabrics and buy, and pick, <laughs> picked out the pattern and everything like that. Yeah. And, uh, it was like, uh, that was my, my graduation from, from <laughs> tidy whities to boxers. It was boxers that I made.
0: Did you buy it in a little packet where you had everything or you had to buy the actual, you know, you know they a gave yard us, of
4: fabric? I and, think they gave us the pattern in class. Okay. Uh, and uh, But yeah, that was home act in middle school. And then I remember in high school, we had like, uh, Microwave cooking was offered up. The that cooking was is... the whole
3: lot. <laughs> that was the fun part. It was great.
4: Yeah. Uh, so the show is completely
0: different, and that's on tomorrow night, 6 ABC. Uh, today is Tuesday. That means we have a tattoo oh. to give away. So let's find out that, that, who that, our winner is uh, this morning. And we would like to congratulate Kevin Walton. Yay. Of Woo. Abington, Pennsylvania. Woo! Woo. Kevin got himself a Preston and tattoo in the form of a $350 gift certificate for Floating World tattoo and piercing. And they are located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. If you want to check out their artwork? You can do it. Their website is floatingworldtattoos.com. And you can also see them on Instagram. Their handle there is at Floating World Tattoos. So congratulations to you, Kevin. Pierre Robert is here getting set for today's program everything good in your world
8: very good very good
0: wonderful uh right. we should probably start with our letter of the day you ready okay all right let's do that
1: preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now the daily letter and
0: the president steve show brought to you today by the letter
8: r as in radical
0: uh we love it and we have three hundred dollars from the bagster uh you? a dumpster in a bag <laughs> sounds like you know a friend of yours yeah we're yeah. gonna go hang out at the, the bagster's house. Perfect for all your home improvement improvement cleanups. Just pick up one today at any of your local home improvement stores. You can buy, fill, and it's gone. So we'll give that away on Friday. Did I cut you off? Were you about to say something?
8: I was going to comment on the Zoom bingo, though. Yes, I oh. thought
0: you might. Uh,
8: because um, it is great fun. And uh, Ellen Gray did a nice article in the choir about it. Uh, I shall try to post it on, as the kids say, my socials mm-hmm. uh, later today. <laughs> what?
2: The socials.
8: Yeah. All, you know, it's just easier to, rather than saying Insta thing and <laughs> you know, all the other things. Um,
6: so how so, how do you do it? Where do you get your uh, – a couple of questions. Where do you get your bingo cards? How can I get in on the game? You know, and, Casey wants yeah. – you heard him, say, he heard
8: once, him so, say that. Yeah. Uh, I heard him say that. I can't invite you uh, – to the game, John has to
6: invite uh,
0: you. You can put in a
8: word. I can put in a word, right? Okay. Uh, most likely, he'll reject you, though. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. uh, no, I'm kidding. It's tough. It's <laughs> a know, tough it's, thing. It's, it's, no, it sounds exclusive, man. No, uh, it's not. Ex- it's not exclusive per se, but I mean. um it utterly baffles me that I'm playing bingo on Friday nights when I would be, you know, at yeah. concerts and events and, and crawling through the gutters after closing time, <laughs> which is where I belong, and and yet there I am. Your natural habitat. It is my natural habitat. That's that's my where I'm going to be retiring. I have a little science as it used to be on the radio. Can you spare a couple of bits for a bottle of Thunderbird? Yeah. <laughs> And a paper bag, if you would please. <laughs> but now bingo. But now it's Zoom Ooh, bingo. That's uh, a bingo. It's been going on almost a year. Wow. Uh, on Friday nights, and John Langenstein, who does um, he started as a baker. He was an overnight baker. Um, uh, some bakery, I don't know where it was. And he started working security in the summertime uh, at the Mann Music Center, like the yellow-shirted security yeah. thing. And then he just kept – every summer he kept rising through the ranks, and then he became, um, um, you know, one of the commanders or whatever you call it. General. Generals, yeah. yeah. And um, then Jackson Brown was in for a couple of nights at the Man one summer, and he goes, God, you do this really well. Do you want to come out on the road with me? And he left being a baker, and he went on to – you know, do security for Jackson Brown. It's excellent. Uh, then became head of security for Fish for 10, 15 years, uh, and is now consulted on at Bonnaroo and festivals like that. For, um, in fact, FEMA has hired him to do um, security for vaccine sites. Uh, wow. To, um, to set up stuff for those who might be anti vaxxers and who have. Occasionally, cause problems at a vaccine uh, locations. So he's an amazing guy, and now he works with the Rolling Stones. It's just like amazing, <laughs> and so he's had uh, all kinds of cool people on his. His goal, though, is to get the people from the space shuttle to play bingo. That'd be cool. Friday. Yeah, but he's gotten um, he's gotten a guy that gives tours of Chernobyl. Um, there, which are, I want to do uh, at some point. You do, yes. Okay, I'd love to see uh, John, Chernobyl. John did one. And you have to—I throw away your clothes at the end. Oh yeah, and, it's radiation. I mean, yeah, it's very bizarre. He's gotten a lady who is authorized to give tours of the Beatles' homes in Liverpool. She was on one night. I mean, he—he he had a psych. You know, it's different every night. Friday it's going to be. Goofy pictures as a kid night, uh, but Ellen Gray, great, uh, uh, great writer for the Enquirer, uh, was on one uh, particular week, and then she wrote a whole thing on it. And so uh, it was a couple of weeks back in, in a Sunday, I think, Enquirer. But I, I will certainly ask. All right, you play every Friday. I'm well. I aim to play every Friday. Ah. Um, uh, timeliness is occasionally an issue. <laughs> the game starts uh, earlier than I would prefer it to start starts at eight and i try to finish my activities and get to the gymnasium and then sometimes i make it and sometimes I don't Mm -hmm. gotcha okay all good then uh that's
0: fun uh what's up on your program today
8: thank you for asking Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you just don't know no i know i'm just putting a dramatic pause to see build excitement because no no, because Preston was glazing over it's just like would he wrap it up? <laughs> no, I just—I uh, I don't know where to go with you sometimes. To be honest, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you if go. you have a sheet there?
0: <laughs> the microphone was stuck on his necklace. My necklace got caught
8: on the microphone. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, on the program, we're going to celebrate Warren Haynes' birthday, incredible guitar player who's played with everyone, Government Mule, Allman Brothers, members of the dead. So uh, we'll combine all kinds of music for that, Greta Van Fleet, and a block of Rush. Oh. Oh. See, you do love me. Yes. Oh, and the money thing. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the money thing. Uh, yes. By the way, we all did very well yesterday. Uh, Everybody had a winner. Philly, I think, was Jackie Bam Bam. Even had a winner. Yeah. Uh, you guys had a winner. I had a winner. Uh, I think Jackson did, and Bam Bam did. Awesome. So Uh, it was pretty cool. Fantastic. The other stations hate us.
0: (laughs) Noon is your next shot, so get set for it. I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors, also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Uh, Tomorrow on the program, it's Wednesday, Fox Good Day, secret text word and whatever else we decide to get together for you and us. So we will do it tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend.
16: Bye-bye.
1: The Preston and Steve. Small business. Love you. Help you Line. Good morning at MMR Nation. John
17: Patella from Battle on the Beach. I've got four words for you. Football on the Beach. Battle on the Beach is a flag football tournament like no other. We were shut out last year, but looking to come back strong for our fifth year. The tournament is scheduled for July 10th and 11th on the enormous beaches of Wildwood, New Jersey. For more information, go to botb.flagfootballnj.com. That's com. See you there.
11: Next message.
5: Hi, this is Matt from Shanks Grab and Go. We're a handheld snack company that specializes in pizza cones. We have a ghost kitchen located in University City and are available for pickup or delivery seven days a week on all major food delivery. apps. We also sell our pizza cones frozen on our website and also on GoPub. Please visit shanksusa.com for more information Or follow us on Instagram at C-H-A-N-K-S-U-S-A.
6: Thanks, Preston and Steve.
1: The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com. Where Jack really does sell them for
10: less.